It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. I get the keys where I just come in and only comments on music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be Tony. Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk Melon Body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, you know, you wanted to play a little game instead. Aquaman's a hero! Wanna see what Spider Man number one looks like? I guarantee you blows the load like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum! Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's only... Well, actually, Fantastic Forum is actually All Games' premier comic book radio show. We'll say that. Well, and your the other shows like TV shows? They're comic book TV shows. Right. Yeah, so... Which aren't comic books. They're TV shows. But they talk about comic books, too. Right, but it's not their main focus. We talk about video games. Right. We're not a video game show. Right. We're a comic book show. Right. Just like them. They talk about comics, but they're TV shows. But uh, they're comic related. I don't want to leave them. Am I going to leave them out? No, they're not comic related. They, 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 if, the, if the TV show didn't exist, they wouldn't exist as a show. Therefore, they're not comic related. It's comic related. No, look. Look, TV shows. Those those shows are barely comic related. How are they barely comic related? I actually agree with Mo with that one. They talk about comic books on the show, like regularly. There's been one show, Lawrence. Relax. Regularly? If there's only one show and they talked about comics on that show, guess what they regularly do? Talk comics. He's he's trying to justify his Gecko show. Gecko? Look at you. And uh, your live weekly show about comic books. Welcome to Fantastic Gecko Forum. Gecko and the Cricket, right? <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We have introduced you. Shut up. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. You have the usual suspects. Oh, actually, I should say I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you just stick with us. We're going to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. Uh, because he's so excited to get in on things, he is our friggin' Dark Knight detective and next in line for the Cal and friggin' resident news hound. And yeah, it's Oz. Somebody asked me why Obama is on Google today. Son of a bitch. <laughs> next, uh, or not next, across from me. He's the bad. Oh, no, no. He's uh, our friggin'. Riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him, but you love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? 
Next to me, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic form, our nine vulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. You know, I haven't used the N-word all day today. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and as for myself. That sounds like a dream to me. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mr. Sometimes I look intolerance right in the face. Lactose intolerance? In this day and age? Sometimes I look lactose intolerance right in the face. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Martin Max would be proud. I need you to stop doing that. <laughs> really, Oz. You almost made me ruin our equipment. <laughs> I almost did a spit take right into the board. <laughs> Damn it. We would have been off air. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We, we got a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and bring you, of course, the latest in comic book news. We're going to talk to Jeffrey Patterson, Jr., the uh, proprietor of Jeffrey's Comics with the Jeffrey Comics Retail Report. We're going to bring you reviews of both Curse Number 1 and Skyman Number 1. Uh, we're going to bring you the long-promised conversation about why 90s anime is, or 90s anime versus today's anime, uh, as well as the conversation about race swapping in uh, comic book movie casting and uh, if it's a problem and if so, why uh, and whatever else you guys want to talk about so we got all that planned but uh, before we do all that we want to make sure that we thank our sponsor <laughs> Oz, Oz, you have to stop masturbating when I bring up the sponsor, okay? See, this is why I don't join the chat room. <laughs> why does I'm you... typing? I'm typing as slowly as I can, and you guys still hear. If you wouldn't masturbate on the keyboard, we wouldn't hear the squishes. If I wouldn't masturbate on the keyboard, then it wouldn't just be the same, would it? <laughs> so, uh... can't you let me be me? <laughs> we like to thank Mr. Scott Rubin. All games. Let radio. me finish. All games radio. <laughs> the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, opportunity, equipment, uh, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. Uh, all you gotta do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. They will send... Whatever issues you want, whatever comics your heart desires, whatever you can afford directly to your door, uh, as long as you do a minimum $10 purchase anywhere in the continental United States for a flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. Also, if you don't like single issues, say you're uh, deciding you want to conserve paper, or you're trying to keep down clutter in your home, you can always get trade paperbacks instead. You can get graphic novels. Jeffries does those too. In fact, if you buy three, mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to toss in a fourth one for free. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. Make it happen. So um, welcome back. It, it, it feels good to have everybody's voice on the air. I like it. 
I like it. Like both both uh, you Oz and you Moses were missed last week. I was here last week. What are you talking about? No, no, no. We missed you, Oz. We missed you. <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? I was here. No, no. We're gonna we're we're reneging that part of the no renege. That's a word. Renege. That it's Martin Luther King Day. No, God, it's I sh- a, it's I'm a different word. You, That's a different word. <sighs> That's double the n word right there. What? Like, it's like doing it again. Re. <laughs> no, it's a different. It means something different. Fuck, Larry. Damn it. I tell you. And right on cue, a Duck Dynasty <laughs> ad comes on the screen. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that guy's out of it. Like that guy's. They dropped him. They did. No, he's back. Oh no, I'm asking. You said he's out of it. I'm like, you mean? Yeah, like no, like he's like one of those extremist ultra, like the people that shouldn't be on TV. Like he's <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Who are the people that shouldn't be on TV? The ones with the dangerous ideas. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know, Joe. Dangerous, like the a, a lot of things can be labeled a dangerous idea. So you think guys should be marrying teenagers? No, Is that what, what you're saying? <laughs> Wait, how do we get to that? Because that's what the that's yeah. one of his beliefs. Okay. So you saying that idea should be out there? So you probably agree with it. Wait, what? No, no, no. Wait, I I'm mean, I'm not saying that the 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 idea of Teenagers or adults bearing teenagers should be out there. I'm just saying what could be labeled as a dangerous idea is is friggin' subjective. You know, somebody's looking at some of the ideas that friggin' uh, uh, you know, all types of people, like all types of progressive people, have as dangerous ideas. They're not dangerous, See, you get, though. You guys, are, you guys are moving. talking about the guy. Who talked about who has this idea when you really should be changing Louisiana law that allows that idea to, to happen? You know, there's a chia him. A, a, chi, a chia him? You know what you said? Yeah, they made a chia version of that guy. A chia, I love that you called it a chia him. You know, there's a chia him. I don't, I don't know, his, know name. his name. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what makes it funny. Like, <laughs> there's a chia him. I try to distance myself from people like that. From. People that marry teenagers? Or want to marry teenagers? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how he's the one that won't apologize because he refuses to, like, just do a bullshit apology to be politically correct. Like, why can't people that are correct in their views, right. you know, have, have the that balls kind of, to just... Yeah, fortitude. Yeah. I hear you. Balls. <laughs> Fortitude's a white word. <laughs> Balls. I'm sorry. Using those white words. <laughs> um, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, you can do that. There's a few ways to do it, in fact. We have uh, our phone number, right? We have a phone number, don't we, still? Yeah, we do. Okay, you got to remember that comment. We have uh, 310-9-FF-LIVE, um, which is our number. 310-933-LIVE or 310 Five four eight three. Yeah, <clears throat> and then we also have our Skype line. Skype's the free internet soft phone. If you don't have it already, uh, it's here. It's there. It's free to download. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Put Fantastic Forum in your contacts. Hit the green button, and uh, you'll be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Uh, let's see. Also, 
we have the All Games chat room. Chat.allgames.com. Allgames.com slash chat. Um, yeah. Where we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them directly into our show. Such as Jay. Insert witty chat comment here. Uh, Dungeon Buster says punch lactose intolerance in the eye. Right. That's what we should do. Look, that's the dream. Oz says I'm not allowed to type because I'm not black. <laughs> Sub Z says racist. <laughs> how did he know? Hey, Sub Z would know. How did how did he know I didn't want him to type because he's not black? <laughs> how did he know that about me? I didn't. I don't appreciate you being all in my head, Oz. It's like this is the one day of year that we have where only we can type. Everyone knows that. Uh, yeah. So we'll go to Fantastic. Like keyboard's black. Is that okay? Yes. No, yes. that's wrong. Why? You know what you do to keyboards? Like you press them, jizz on them, and right. No, it's like he's just got blacks. <laughs> we should stop this conversation. <laughs> we should really like nothing good will come of this. I just want you to. Joe saying I can't have sex with a black woman. I think it's Amber saying that. <laughs> she's half black. No, no, no. <laughs> no, she's not- half. Egyptian. Not enough. Egyptian Africa, therefore half African. Look, okay. African and black are two African different things. Af- ask the Egyptian. John Matthews is African. He's not black. All those people. Or Dave are... Matthews, I mean. <laughs> I'm like, is Josh yeah, Matthews? I'm like, who's, who's ultra ego is Egypt that? Is up in the north. Tia Leona's not black. What? What? Charlize <laughs> Theron. Yeah, well, she's South, she's South African. Count. Still it's still Africa. Africa. Yeah, but I'm no, not really. Right. Yeah. She's a non-black African. Yeah, I, I get it. I agree. So, you know. Anyway, so uh, we should start with the news. <laughs> we should get into this news. Uh, dude, we're supposed to have news music today, right? Yeah, you were supposed to give it to me. What? I was supposed to give it to you? It, it was yep. in our email. Okay, Jay. Well, I guess we don't have news music. How about so? That's two weeks that nobody went into our email and yeah, put the right. We're starting the new year off right. I like. Wait, what was what was it that you guys played last week? You actually played something last week. No, I was I I did an ad lib song. I think yeah, I uh, I think I did that. No, you didn't do it. No, who did it? I did. What did you do? I said news after playing. a do cardigan it, song. Do it again. No, I don't remember. I don't no, remember. I'm not, I'm not doing we it. We need again. a theme. One, I would have to find the song. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that worked. <laughs> I was like, no wonder white women get outraged. <laughs> I was like, oh, jeez. I didn't think it was going to work. I thought he was going to be like, screw you. It's like, this fool actually was like, well, maybe let me go look for the song. I'm like, oh, jeez. Lawrence is busy uploading shows to uh, to download less than a meg of audio file. No, I bet Tiger Claw has it. it, it you could go it's... in our email and get it and play it right now. <laughs> I was just getting annoyed. <laughs> I pre- fact, I'm pretty sure it's on that drive. I'm not 100% here, sure. Hold on. Give me give me 30 seconds. <laughs> I'll get it. The drive's not in right now. <laughs> I, li- I, like that, I like that Mo gave you guys the location of it. Three times already. You guys are still trying to figure out where it is. Oh, jeez. 
It's too funny. I can't get into our Gmail. News. Alright, you guys want the... You want file one or file two? File two. Take the money. <laughs> I'm going to take the money. And now it's time for... I love that. There you go. Yay. Now we can start the news. Now we can start the news. You guys couldn't do that in two weeks? What's he talking about? Well, I did my own news theme last week, <laughs> so we didn't need it. <laughs> All right. What 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 should we start with, folks? Who has cool news that they want to share? Tiger Claw does. No. Oh, what's Tiger Claw what's talking about? He says, what are your thoughts on the delay of Batman versus Superman till May 6, 2016? Is it good or bad? Is that the big news? I guess that's the big news. I don't know. <laughs> I like that one. Um, that did happen. Batman, Batman versus Superman. When was it supposed to come out? It was supposed to come out next year. Right. In the, the mid-July. So it got pushed back a year? It got pushed back 10 months. Yeah. It was it was supposed to start filming uh, next, next month. And that's not going to happen either. Which, you know, the rumor came out first that it was going to get pushed back for a few weeks because supposedly Affleck had gotten hurt. Over Christmas, yeah. Oh, what happened? It was bullshit. Well, he wasn't hurt. No, I, I don't no. know. No, he wasn't. You don't think so? No. I'm gonna look it up. Why don't you think so? What could he possibly be doing to get hurt? He was. He skiing, could be working out. Is what they nah. said. Yeah, nah, but, that's but, a, that's a, he's wait, not that stupid. Wait, here's here's the funny part though. I'm like, I totally was like, Affleck was skiing and he got hurt. I'm like. Isn't that what happens? Like, isn't that the excuse Bruce Wayne uses in friggin' Batman Year Mask One? Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, does it happen in Mask of Phantasm yeah. too? Yeah, but in Batman Year One, right? That's that's when why he gets it... hurt. Is like he's like, yeah, I was skiing, and that, and I was like, art imitates life. life well, no, that's that's art. how you know it's bullshit because it was a lie then, and right. it's a lie now. Like right. he, he's like totally like sinking into this Batman role. He's like, I am Bruce Wayne. No. I Swear to me. Oh, no, that was a lie. Yeah, see? Uh, basically, the story is it's uh, being delayed over budget issues, not the Ben Affleck injury. Wait, so did he really get hurt or did he not get hurt? No, he did get hurt. That's just not why they're postponing. Okay, so he did get hurt is what I'm saying. See, I heard the real reason it's postponed is because they're uh, trying to squeeze in a Green Lantern movie. With Jack Earl, Jack Earl Haley it's and not, Guy Gardner, you guys are you guys are off on it. Wait, Jack who? Jack Earl Haley? Who is that? Oh, the, the Rorschach, the guy that played Rorschach. To to be Guy Gardner, that's perfect. Why? Well, no, but I'm just saying, why would you even want to put that movie before Batman Superman? Like, doesn't because make any that's sense. Bullshit too. <laughs> Set up the Justice League. No, it's Boom. no, it's set up the Justice League with Guy Gardner. Why? Like, Look, only a Green Lantern fan would think that's a good idea. Here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. You guys got to listen to me. All right. Oh. The date that they moved it to, I, uh, is May 6, twenty sixteen. That's usually a Marvel slot. Yeah. Marvel has no movie announced for that date. They, well, they have a movie. They don't know what it is. Yet. Right. They don't, it's, right. A, it's like a, uh, a yeah. Morpheus Phase 3 movie. Right. right. They, we don't know what it is. It could be Doctor they Strange. They might know what it is, but we don't know. Right. right. Yeah. By they, I mean, you know, the public. Right. You know, do, you, would, well, do you think DC wants to go head-to-head with a Marvel movie? I think they're banking that it's going to be something like 
a Doctor Strange or something. And they're like Superman, Batman can trump right that random it's character. It's a risk. It's a risk. It, it's really a, <laughs> a a Marvel. Marvel's gonna put like Avengers three there. <laughs> They're going to put Avengers 3 there. And they're going to be like, so, oh, you have your little Batman Superman movie? We didn't even know. Right. It's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy or, 2. Or what probably what they'll do is they'll take um, DC's usual date of the late July and make nothing but money for the next two months. You Maybe, know, yeah, because that's the deal. It's like, I mean, but DC's Marvel. taking a risk in not doing that because usually they close out the last of the summer months because mm-hmm. nothing else really comes out until the horror season, right? For right. September and October. So, well, here's what they're saying uh, they're basically saying that they're debating whether or not to include the mascara or just to reference it, since if they do include it, that's gonna cost a lot of money uh, to put it in. The and mascara? so. Yeah. You just like it's gonna cost a lot of money to put it in where? The movie. In Batman <laughs> is a bat not mascara. That my mascara that mascara. Um oh. that my, my mascara. Like you gotta be adding yes, some of my bitch. Some of my bitch, you got me adding syllables. That my, my mascara. Uh into Batman Superman? Right. They don't have to actually put that mascara in it. Well that's the debate. Some people agree with you. They think that you can just reference it, but others say, no, we should put it in. Well, you can put it in if you want to, but if you can't afford it, then you shouldn't. That's the debate. That shouldn't even be a debate. It's it's a number. It's numbers. Can we afford the mascara? How much money do we have to make the movie? Oh, is that enough money to do the mascara? No. Then we don't put it in. Maybe you get more money. From who? Why is the Arabs? Why does... (laughs) Wait, was your answer Arabs? Yeah. <laughs> why, why is Arabs the answer? I watched Entourage. That's how they fund all these big movies. Oh, okay. That's how Euro Disney got saved. I don't know. I ain't never seen another Euro movie. Disney is still a thing? Yeah, thanks to the Bin Laden family. Wait, what do you mean is Euro Disney? Th- what, like, do Disney parks close? The Euro ones in D- Europe do. Yeah. do. Really? Yeah. Ooh. And I, because... You know, they hated us for a while. Like, we were really unpopular. Wait, and you, you mean like Disney put a theme park in Europe in like the 60s or something? No, I what? think it was like the 70s or 80s. Oh, oh, and it's still closed? Well, they had financial trouble. So they got, from what I gather, or read and slash watched in the movie, <laughs> they got the, the Arab, you know, one of the people funding it was the Bin Laden family. I learned something new on Fantastic Forum every week. Did, did you guys hear what uh, was going to take the old slot for, for the Superman Batman movie? Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be Peter Pan. That's right. Yeah. Wait, Another what? Man a, Peter, a Peter Pan movie. But they're about to do a live version of Peter Pan on NBC. I don't know what you're talking about. NBC is gonna doing a live version of Peter Pan. It's like supposed to air pretty soon. Like uh, when you say what you mean, like a play, or you mean it's gonna be a live, a live show? Yeah, a like live a play. play. Oh, play. Well, they did do that. Yeah, they're starting to do that now because they did it for Sound of Music too, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about that? No, 
I heard they were doing a new Sound of Music movie, or but I That's, didn't hear about the live show. No, no, it was it was live. Oh, nice. Yeah, a lot. Apparently, a lot of people tuned into that joint. It was a disaster, and people talked about it so much being a disaster that they got an encore <laughs> presentation. <laughs> they were like, "It was so terrible." You, yeah. I wish you could have seen oh, it. Oh my god, because I forgot who who played the maid in it. But I don't know one of these pop stars, and she can't act. Which one? Worth shit. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I didn't follow that. But I just remember saying that that the I'm singing was great. But her acting was terrible. Oh wow! So that was a big criticism, and well, people look. tuned in the second time to watch that train. Ride. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I heard she it. was. Uh, she's a country singer. She's one of the American Idol chick winner people. Oh, uh, Underwood. Yeah, I think. Yeah, sounds familiar. With that, yeah, I think that's the one, but I don't know. It's I don't, very want... it's, one of, it's one of the few that you would recognize. I don't watch, I don't watch American Idol, I don't listen to country, so I don't know. Um, we, we got to take a quick break because we got to one new story, <laughs> but right. but yeah, uh, what are, is there any way I could talk to you guys while everybody listens to the break? Uh, if you call us on a regular phone. That's too much work. <laughs> yeah, you're like we don't we don't have that kind of studio set up yet where you can where you can talk to us privately while they all listen to the music. But call call me on myself and I'll put you on speaker. Alright. Alright. This is Fantastic Forum. We'll be back in two minutes. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum, only on allgames.com. We're right in the middle of our comic book news segment so let's make it happen um, Tiger Claw asks what if they do something crazy and put Hawk Girl in the movie in, in what movie? the Batman Superman movie I mean they can do that if they want to ruin their movie that's fine <laughs> doesn't matter it's, like, you know it's what, not going to be as good as whatever Marvel Face 3 movie well, is there anyway so well, no, are you sure? pretty sure yeah so I mean, you don't know what they're putting there. Oh, it doesn't matter. They're going to be going head to head. It right? could be Blade Four. It's the same. It's the same day as of right now, which I, okay. I like. It's the baldiest move in the world. Like I don't know why you would want to go ahead and try to like step in front of that juggernaut that's Marvel Studios. But well, I mean, if it's not Avengers, it has a good chance of blowing it out of the water. I don't know about blowing it out the water, but it definitely can compete. I agree. Watch them. Watch it be like. A hot guy movie or something, <laughs> and it'll say <laughs> Avengers presents Hawkeye. I I heard they they did that move to prove to Lauren that they didn't lie to that kid. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, they're gonna show you head to head. Trust me. Well, look, it's uh, hey, that's fine. That that's okay because it's like we we'll see, we will see. Because I'm just saying these Marvel movies. Man, by the time they get to Phase Three, if they if they're keep doing what they've been doing like I wouldn't be surprised if some of those Marvel heroes are like 100% on the same level as Superman and Batman by that time it's like there'll be people that are like well you know Captain America could beat Superman in a fight it's like that's crazy talk but I agree <laughs> crazy talk but he can't no no he can't yeah, you know but, why because America that's why and you know what's the problem is that the people saying that are people I don't want talking comics at all <laughs> like, you know like, that is true Those it's are... gonna be man the future is bleak yeah I'm gonna be in jail for assault like several different times 
Because it's going to get to a point where I just have to slap somebody. Or not love comics, which I'm already halfway there. Yeah. 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 But, you know. Because like, just like the, the one you were telling me about this chick, and then I guess she was a cosplayer after you told me. About, was it about the Hobgoblin or some shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I don't, look, you're a better man than I am because I don't know how you sat in that conversation with her. Uh, well, you know. I hope I never have to meet her. <laughs> That's funny. Mia's going to be so sad. <laughs> so, so here's a, a, a bit of comic book news that may uh, interest the audience in some of the Fantastic Forum. Uh, Teen Titans is coming to an end with April's issue number 30. So, uh, Scott Lobdell announced on his Twitter that he'll be wrapping up all the storylines and Teen Titans will no longer be being published in its pro- in its pre uh, in its present incarnation, I'm sorry. I uh, like I went to prior to previous, but in its present is what I mean to say. Yeah. Incarnation. Um everybody's expecting for it to be relaunched soon but right now it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing I guess and so they're bringing these storylines to an end and I guess we can look for a relaunch sometime later this year so yeah that's it for Teen Titans Um, you know I'm personally a fan of Scott Lobdell's but Sugar Man man no 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 not not for Sugar Man, but greatest creation ever. <laughs> but he is pretty awesome. And darkness. I mean, darkness is all right. Sugar Man, not so much. Uh, well, you know what? No, Sugar Man's cool for where he is. Like he's cool for Age of Apocalypse. He's just not cool in the six one six. That's not where he belongs. He's like he's like Sugar Sugar Man is like the Agent Coulson of the nineties. Doesn't belong <laughs> there. He doesn't belong here. What's he? What is that guy doing here? Who let him in? Who let him in? That's what I want to know. So, you know. But it, 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 that's neither here nor there. So, yeah. Teen Titans, no more. Well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of like a lot of DC's teen books get canceled. Like, Hawk and Dove got canceled. And friggin'... I mean, even Demon Knights had a prim- primarily young cast. I mean, other than no, it's true. Other than, one of the characters was like the thousand years old, but it was like in the body of like a baby, right? Nah, well, a couple of those people are like eternal. Like they have no real age because they've been around since like the beginning. No, no, I think you're right about. There's that one caveman dude. That he no, no, was, he's not in the Demon Knights. He's like the enemy. You're talking about friggin' what's the guy's name from? The the friggin' dude from the cartoon too. Right. What's his name? The caveman guy. Oh, uh, Vandal Savage. Vandal yeah. Savage. I was gonna say Doc Savage. You know, but yeah, <laughs> Vandal Savage. I, but I was like Doc Savage. That's not Doc Savage. Vandal Savage is, a, but he's he's not on the Demon Knights. Right. He's the enemy. Right. But all the other people that are well, Etrigan, like well, Etrigan is the only one that is like. But isn't like what's her face too? Yeah, Xanadu. Z- like she's not no Xanadu. But, yeah, but Xanadu is starting her eternal thing at that point. She's ah. actually that age, and then she lives all the way from then till now. So I, I mean, I didn't read it. So yeah, so she ends up the eternal, but she's not. 
she's the age she looks at that point. So that, like everybody else, they're kids. And then friggin' uh, what's the other one? There's another book. Oh, the the all the friggin' um, the you know the book with the kids with all the crazy names. The te- the Legion. Yeah, the Legion books. Both those books got canceled yeah. too. So, but Teen Titans will come back. It's like it's it's like Sierzynski said. Like kids don't belong in comics. I don't I don't know if I agree with that. It's like he. He wanted to watch heroes do their thing. Yeah. Care about no sidekicks. No, I mean I agree, and but I, what I don't agree with is that kids can't be heroes. Kids, the proof is in the pudding, man. Kids can Honestly, be heroes. Some of the like some of the best books are kid books, right? What, but nobody wants to read them. What are the best books that are or kid books? not enough people like, want to read them? NYX was awesome. Okay. Runaways, like. Yeah, Runaways. A phenomenal book. Runaways is a classic. Um, yeah, that's all I got <laughs> off the top. Yeah, no, no, but you're right. Out of 80 years but, of comics. <laughs> but I really liked them. Why I mean, classic Teen Titans are good. They can't be that good if they don't even have a movie. Oz, don't say things like that. <laughs> look, don't, look, I get that's the Joe Public view. I get it, but I don't like it when you say it. Speaking of movies, speaking uh, of movies, Tiger Claw is asking if we've seen the trailer for Son of Batman. I have seen the trailer for Son of Batman. What did you think? I'm glad they made the boy an adult. What do you? Oh mean? wait, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the book. My bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think I was thinking of the book. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, it looks good. It it looks like you know another classic kind of DC release in my opinion like I, I definitely want to watch it but yeah I mean we'll see what the reception's like I'm sure it'll be just as good as all the their other movies it can't be possibly be as bad as the last one was the last one that bad? yeah Flashpoint? oh I mean the one before wait was that the last one? Yeah, I guess it was. Was it Flashpoint the last one? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about the other one. Ooh, Batman, Superman, Dark, Apocalypse? Dark Knight Return? The Superman... Doom? Where he fights Brainiac. And Lois Lane flicks him off? Yeah. I didn't see that. I don't want to pay $20 for like... Like, seven seconds of awesome... That's not work. Like mathematically, it doesn't work out for me. Okay. I mean, literally, that's the best part of that. Yeah, that was the one that was. Actually, what was that one based on? I don't know. Jeff, something was based on one of Jeff Johnson's things, I think. Yeah. It was, but it was not. It wasn't him. (laughs) It was Bruce. Tim left. And he was doing other stuff, and they gave it to someone else, and they fucked it up. <laughs> Except for that one scene. <laughs> there it is. I love that scene. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, so, Son of Batman looks cool. And but it's it, on YouTube. I could get it for free. It'll probably introduce a larger population to the idea of Damian Wayne, which is a good thing, I think. 
even though he's technically no longer with us in the comic book universe. Well, he's he's dead, but there is that book of him, like in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's the one Cubert's uh, doing. Now, what do what do you think of that, Oz? Have you been reading that at all? Uh, no, because <laughs> when I heard about it, I actually thought it was going to be you know how they take like the first six issues and make them into a book. Yeah. So I thought it was gonna, I thought it was going to be like Batman and Robin one through six and then six to twelve. But then I actually looked it up, and now that I see it's a totally different story. That I've seen the art from it, like I've seen previews of it. It looks really good, so I'm probably gonna pick it up this week. Got you. Cool. <laughs> Joe, what are you laughing at? He's watching the flipping off. Yeah, you got to turn your your mic on, Joe. Yeah, I found it on YouTube, <laughs> so now I don't have to pay for it. There it is. Like the best twenty-two seconds. <laughs> I can't pay twenty dollars for Brainiac twenty-two looks seconds. That brainiac terrible, though. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you, know, you were absolutely right. like. I almost prefer that Brainiac with the little villain mustache from the the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's like any Martian Manhunter redesign is better than that fucking Brainiac. Indeed. Um, in more movie news, Bryce Dallas Howard is uh, in talks to play Janet Van Dyne in Ant Man. Really. Yeah, uh, initially Rashida Jones was linked to that role. Oh my god, Rashida Jones? Wait. No! Who? Why not? No! Why not? I love Rashida Jones. I do too. She's not the right... She's not Complexion? Right, well, she, she's not the right complexion. She's white enough. She's really not. I think she could do good with that role. You know what? It's like, if you're gonna... If you're gonna make... Look right there. That's straight up cartoon Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Janet Van Dyne. That actually is Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Janet Van Dyne. What, what are you talking about? It's just a random picture of her at some award show. With well, her hair looks, up a little bit. I'm going to put it in the chat. Okay, put it in the chat. I, I don't know, man. I don't... I know you yeah, don't you know. That's why I'm picture. telling you. I don't... I don't... I think both are good choices, but... Oh, I sorry. Who's the other chick? I apologize. That's Ron Howard's daughter. <coughs> Who's Ron Howard? Oh, really? Yeah. What's Ron, what's, what name is Ron Howard's daughter using? Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, her name is Bryce Dallas? Yes. What's she look like? Like Ron Howard with oh. nice tits. I don't think that's a good nice thing. Nice tits. Like, I mean, Ron Howard looks like a Nah, she, she's actually pretty cute. She was, in, uh, she was Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah. I would like to see her with brown hair. She's normally a redhead, but I think she has played brunette before. Yeah, she she's good for it, especially the um, kind of she would do real good in the like the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Janet Van Dyne. Mm-hmm. And she's you know she's cute enough. Uh, I think she could pull it off. I mean, Rashida Jones is a decent actress. She's a good actress. No, I'm saying, I'm saying she's a decent actress. No, she's good. She, I'm not, uh, I'm agreeing with you. She's good. Okay. She is good. I liked her. She was on Boston Public. Right. What? Boston Public. What's that? It's the show about teachers in Boston. They teach high school. That's the show Seven of Nine did after Star Trek. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah, okay. Jerry Ryan and friggin' Chai McBride and friggin' uh the white black guy not 
<laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say next, but his name is not the white black guy. No, it's Michael Rappaport. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, she was in The Muppets. Okay. <laughs> Who? <laughs> What's her name? Rashida Jones. Oh, was she? Apparently. I just don't... Uh, did you guys talk about Michael, Michael Douglas? Douglas? We did. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like ha- Michael Douglas <laughs> fucking Bryce Dallas Howard and no. smacking her in the face. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> what do you mean? The role that Michael Douglas I think is gonna play is gonna be the of uh, he's gonna be the guy that discovers Pym particles. Hank Pym. Right. Right. And then, but he's not gonna be Ant Man. Ever, I don't. So think. why does Janet Van Dyne need to be in it if he's the if she's the love interest for? She's gonna she, date. What's his name? Right. Right. <laughs> Moses has dropped his mic. I think that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna like she's gonna end up dating friggin' the new Ant Man or be the love interest for the new Ant Man. I guess uh, as long as she gets slapped at one point. No. What do we need Paul to Rudd slap her slap for? What do we need to slap her for? We don't even need that. You know, we kind of do. That's an important part of her character. No, it's not. <laughs> it's absolutely not. It's like it was, it's an important part of Hank Pym's character, I think. No, and, it it's an important part of her character because it shows her loyalty. No, no, we don't need that. We don't need that at all. The last thing women need is a female superhero that gets beaten and is like, oh, but I stand People love by my Silk man. Spectre. And she got raped. No, nobody. Wait, wait, wait. Nobody loves Silk Spectre. <laughs> that's, that's number one. Yeah. No, nobody's out there like, like oh. They don't even like the new Silk Spectre. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is true. But it's, it's like just, the only guy that, the one dude that was banging her, like, got bored. And then the other dude, like, she had to settle for a fat old man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Women don't need that. They do. They do. They do. I don't their think place. you're the one that's of what women need, Lauren. Look, women don't. Why need... don't we slap a bitch and let the women decide? Oh, okay. That. Yeah. Look. Okay. Look. I hope. I hope you get that world that you want to us. And <laughs> you're like, it's gonna be. It's gonna be Amber that you're gonna have to deal with. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. You're like, see, I shut up. <laughs> You're right. Don't mess with the African women. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that, that's yeah. Michael Douglas is gonna play a, a a friggin' mentor role to the first Ant Man in the cinematic universe, which is gonna be Paul Rudd's friggin' Thomas Lang. Scott Lang. I mean Scott Lang. Yeah, it looks Thomas Lang. Yeah. Scott Lang. Like the more interesting character to do would be Hank Pym. Like they could straight up Iron Man the motherfucker. I I mean I agree with you. Like I would rather see Hank Pym, but hey, it's like it's a character nobody really gives a shit about. I liked him, you know, when he teamed up with Spider Man when I was a kid. I didn't, you know, he was in the original Aven- Avengers and, and all that, but he was never like out of all the Avengers. Like I liked when Captain America was in it <laughs> more than anything. You know, I didn't read him without him. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Hank Hank Pym. In recent years, has gotten the same kind of awesome type of facelift that Bruce Banner right. and Reed Richards have right. gotten in they, the Marvel universe. They gave him a little more dimension. Yeah, 
and, and personality. Yeah, with the whole yellow jacket thing, and and then the the secret invasion, and yeah, and even just plain old white bread Hank Pym was good in Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't understand either. <laughs> but hey, it is what that's it an is. exclamation point. Yeah, <laughs> Scott Scott Lang's the guy. Yeah, it, yeah, they don't need they don't need wasp in it. Now, not well, a, like put an old lady wasp for him. Uh, like no, they should put they should put tiger in it instead of wasp. No one wants tiger. I do. I'm not no one. It's just you. Well, that's fine. One bit I'm of good news that. was ruined by you, Larry. What? I forgot about the Michael Douglas thing. Oh, I, I was didn't... excited about who was going to play Wasp. I didn't bring it up. I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> my fault for not researching the story more. No, no, but you know, it is what it is. That's no, it... Is Jocasta going to be you in it? You know what? That... <laughs> yes, Joe. Jocasta's going to be in it. That's what I'm going to say to you next time something hurts you. It is what it is. I'm, uh, you've you've already said that to me. No, but <laughs> no, it's just different. Like it's just di- it's different when it's me saying it to you versus you saying it to me. No, it, you know, it's you'll, like, you'll see it. It's gonna hurt is, when I say it. Dude, this is the Transformers conversation all over again. I didn't say that about Transformers to you. I think you did. No, that was Vaughn. Don't oh, mistake me for Vaughn. Maybe you're. It right. may weigh the same, but I'm shorter. You don't. Yes, don't weigh the same. <laughs> But yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, um, uh, what else is happening? Uh, you know what? Here's a a little bit of news that this happened, or was an announcement from Image Expo, and I didn't realize that this had happened, even though it, you know, it's been happening for about a week and a half now. Freaking Image signed a deal with with Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Like a five-year deal for them to make whatever comics they want. Yeah. Which I was like, that's Look, awesome. I'm telling you, Brubaker had a falling out with Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's true. I mean, Brubaker, I think after they took Punisher away from him, yeah. he was like, whatever. Yeah. He was like, screw, like, I don't want to do this anymore. But, you know, the, and... I mean, it's a sweet deal for them because they basically. Well, look, let's see how many books they see, they sell. Oh, well, yeah, it's a sweet deal, but it's image. Yeah, it. it I, I'll give you that. It's like you know they're not going to get the same kind of pub you would from Marvel, but that doesn't mean like for instance, it's like his name might not be on any movies. They're just well, you don't know because that's the thing. It's like Brew Baker. I mean, well, his name. I mean, he's be, not on Skybound. <laughs> Everybody's buying up Skybound rights. That's true, but you don't think Brubaker might come out with something that somebody might say in this climate is movie worthy? Especially if him and Sean Phillips are getting to make whatever they want and keeping the rights to whatever they it, want? It's slim. I think it's slim only because uh, Hollywood is still conservative. I'll, I'll give you that, but I'll say this. Brubaker's name is going to be in those Marvel credits for Winter Soldier. And if that joint does... He's not going to get a ticket to the premiere. <laughs> they might not even put his name on there. <laughs> they, they're going to have to. They, they don't know. have to do nothing. The story is going to be inspired by... Material we'll from see when it comes out. Brubaker and Sean... Oh, actually, it's not... It's, not, it's, not, it's Epting, I think. That's, oh, I don't know. But it's going to be Brubaker that wrote it. I know that. 
But I'm just saying, like, if he, that movie does what it's supposed to do and he his name is in the credits, all of a sudden, cats might be like, so what else is this Brewbreaker guy right? And all of a sudden, we might be getting criminal movies and Fatal and all that jazz. No. It's like, no. You're I way want a Dead Enders TV show. I, I'm way too hopeful on people? Yeah, like, people are actually going to think, oh, let's see what else this guy has done. Nah, I took yeah, like Chris Yost didn't get any of that. What's the difference? Chris Yost? Yeah. For what? For Thor The Dark World. Nobody's looking to see what he wrote. But Chris Yost didn't well, didn't write any story that was the basis for Thor The Dark World. He wrote Thor The Dark World. The the friggin' it, it's not the the story's not based it's not the same story though, right? He wrote the movie. Oh, you're talking about the movie itself? Yes. So then, but what's that? Nobody's looking to see what he, what else he wrote. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I already kind of know the stuff of his that I like. I mean, you've so. re- you read enough of his stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't think that's the same thing, but I feel where you're coming from. Where you're just like, he's a comic book guy. He wrote the movie. The movie was successful. Rich Mightiest Heroes was awesome. And also, got too, canceled. the the rights the, the rights to a lot of the stuff that he wrote is at Fox anyway, right? Maybe, maybe Shia LaBeouf will make a movie based on his stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but he won't get credit. <laughs> Freaking Shia LaBeouf, that bastard. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to stuff coming from Brubaker See, and Sean Phillips. The, 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 that's how you know the world's fucked up. Shia LaBeouf steals from a comic book guy, and it's a comic book guy people already know from making movies. Like, why can't he steal from, like, a, a Dave Ryan or a Josh Fialkov? Give somebody <laughs> some public, you know, some publicity. I hear you. I hear you. Why don't he steal from Steve Earnhardt? Yeah. So... Uh, oh, is it time for a break already? Okay, let's, let's email him some uh, books pretty soon. and see, yeah. see what he comes up with. Uh-oh. What'd you say, Oz? Nah, fuck you guys. No, I'm just, like, I'm just saying. No, nah, I've got a break. It's break time. Go to break. No way. <laughs> what? Nah. You you cut off. I don't know why. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the clock. It's time for a break. <laughs> it is time for a break. Uh, one real quick news that uh, it, it brings joy to my heart, even after hearing, you know, letting the reality sinking of, sink in about Wasp and uh, the state of that Ant Man movie. Um, Amazing Spider Man two producer shoots down possible crossover with the Avengers, cites too many complications. <laughs> so yes, I still have hope for a Marvel Studios Spider Man movie, even if it is when I'm eighty years old. <laughs> there it is. This is Fantastic Forum. We're going to come back in two minutes. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to Fantastic Forum. Apologies for the slight delay. Making moves and maneuvers. Um, so, we should go ahead and, and uh, jump on the Jeffrey Comics Retail Report before we go back to some news. So, we'll make that call. It'll be um, just a moment. Just a momentum. There's nothing else mixed in that, so be careful, Moses. 
What are you guys drinking? SoCo. Nothing. Not. I mean, nothing. What? Fuck, I'm not a cop. Might be. You're like 21 Jump Street. But older. Um, like 32 Jump Street. What? You know the next movie is called 22 Jump Street, right? That doesn't make sense. I'm going to call... Uh, it might knock you off because I don't know how to call when someone's still on. No, no, you just you dial in the number, and then you hit the button, and it'll ask if you want to join it. I think, or if you want a conference. That happened, right? Apparently, apparently according to the plot, they're they're moving to the building across the street. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a joke. That's that's for real. Fantastic Four. Ladies and gentlemen, he puts the Jeffrey in Jeffrey's comics. He's Jeffrey Patterson Jr. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? Doing good, man. Doing good. Thanks for being on the show yet again, good sir. We appreciate you. Of course. All right, Jeff. So let's talk. Let's talk shop. Literally. Mm-hmm. How are things in the comic shop? Uh, what's going on? What's moving? What's sitting on the shelves? Tell us, please. The uh, first thing that popped in my mind in terms of sitting on the shelves, that two uh, Marvel and DC both in the doghouse. Wait, you said you Detective, said what's in the doghouse? Both are in the doghouse. Detective Comics twenty seven. Uh, a bit of a dud. Oh, yeah, and that's the seventy fifth anniversary issue of Detective Comics, right? Yeah, and um, but the thing is, is that I can't play in DC. I thought they did a pretty good job with the product. I've read a couple of the stories of the anthology. Yeah. And the two first ones were really good stories. I would agree I, with you. I thought it was a great product, but just nobody seemed to care. I think I think probably a major part of that was making it a seven ninety nine book. Well, that'll do it. Also a too seven ninety nine out of continuity book means that nobody that even gets the book, like I had one guy who gets detective comic books on his poll list put it back. That's <laughs> only one guy. Not that big a deal, but I think it's a bigger of a larger uh, sample size, I would imagine. That's when they don't they don't have to pay the eight dollars to continue reading their story, then they can it's a little easier to skip. And maybe you make that up with people who are coming over and don't read detectives to pick that book up. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was enough. I will say I, I, think, I, I don't think I wonder, What? Oh, go ahead. Uh, I I wonder why they made this book seven ninety nine. But uh, isn't Green Lantern Corps doesn't it have a issue of Red Lanterns in it without a price increase? Yes, that, that is happening in uh, Green Lantern Corps twenty seven. What? It's going to be a double sized issue with. It has it has Red Lanterns twenty seven in it, <laughs> and then you can so also like, go buy Red Lanterns, or is there only going to be one book, and it's going to be Green Lantern Corps slash Red Lanterns twenty seven? No, I think I think it it what it is is that it, if you if you're buying Green Lantern Corps and you don't buy Red Lanterns, you get that part of the story for free basically, and if you if you already buying Red Lanterns. 
then you, I guess, is either going to cannibalize the sales. Then you off for three dollars. Yeah, I guess. So, right. Yeah, I guess so. Like, if because the chance of you buying Red Lanterns but not buying Green Lantern Corps are probably slim. But, but yeah, if if you happen to be that that one guy that you know that doesn't buy Green Lantern but buys Red Lanterns, I guess you could just buy. Idiotic. Yeah, yeah, but that that's what it says. That's what yeah it said. Because I think the the story, if I'm not mistaken, is like it's called Red Alert or something like that, and I guess it's going to be a crossover kind of deal. So it's like if you're reading Green Lantern Corps and you get your Red Lantern, you don't have to buy Red Lantern. You can use those uh, extra three bucks to continue sniffing glue. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I know it's it's a weird thing. I I thought it was strange too when I saw it in the back of. Of the last uh, Green, I think that actually I saw. I might it in, buy it just for the deal. I I think I saw it in Green Lantern, the last issue of Green Lantern. They're like, hey, next week Green Lantern Core twenty seven with Red Lantern twenty seven included for no extra cost. I was like, oh okay, like they're really trying to get people to read that book, which I don't. Right, but there's there's still a listing for Red Lanterns twenty seven for January. Well, I'm saying, why wouldn't you publish like? Uh, like publish it as a flip book where one side is Red Lantern 27 and yeah. one side is Green Lantern Core 27 and have that be both books why yeah. is Red Lantern Core 27 still being printed yeah no I would agree with you like that makes a lot of sense cause do they that... have a white cover shut up Moses <laughs> please be quiet dude with these white covers I just bought Justice League of America white cover why because it's a white cover so what I Love white covers. You don't want on MLK Day, huh? You you don't want you don't want any of those characters from that book drawn on that cover, right? I'll do you know my old school. It'll be Justice like League of America. He's like, like, can you draw Lobo if he was in the Justice League of yeah. America? It's like what? It's like give me a Sandman if he give was me... part of the New Fifty Two. <laughs> right? It'd totally be just random. He's like, can you put Animal Man slapping the hell out of Steve Trevor? You know what? I want that paraplegic <laughs> Alan Scott on it. So the crazy. retarded Mr. Terrific. Do, do you think, Jeff, do you think that them not necessarily, or they're not being necessarily a, 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 a giant indication that that Detective Comics 27 is a, is a 75th anniversary issue may have something to do with the sales? No, well, I mean, it's not the 75th. Superman's 75th is this year. Batman's 75 next year. So it really shouldn't say 75th anniversary on it. Okay. I mean, I just, I don't know. And I mean, then the other problem is that DC's not necessarily going to get an indication that this was kind of a, a pretty big like a milestone uh, failure because oh. I ordered like it was going to be a success and DC gets to wash their hands after that. Because mm. once they get my money, they're happy. They don't care about your money. Right. 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 And so that's so that's the thing is I, I wonder how feedback will get back to them if that was just that it's going to be clogging every comic book store's right. back issue and dollar bin for a while. Are you going to put that book in a dollar bin? Like, wow. Like it's, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to yeah. have to do some kind of giveaway or something. Yeah, I hear you, because it's like, geez, that's a lot of money. Like, at least 
considering the price point is like you know it's a lot of book for a dollar mm-hmm. yeah so so what else what else was sitting on the shelves jeff uh, over at Marvel Origin Two Number One, ah, landed like a wet fart. <laughs> it's like, are, are people over it? Like, are they finally like we we just don't care where we, Wolverine I comes from? I think we have reached the point where nobody cares about Wolverine anymore. Mark it down your calendars. Wow, January twentieth, two thousand fourteen. That's how long it took. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, that that For is Marvel to finally run Wolverine into the ground. Wow. Yeah, there it is. There it is. And I don't know. I don't know if there's a book that it would make more sense to be the one that you'd be like, yeah, that's when you went too far. It, it like, it's literally called Origin. Like it's that means there only should have been one, right? Well, I don't know if you read the first one. That was a pretty wet fart too. I I yeah, haven't actually I, read the book. I hate it. Do you? Yeah. It's awful. It's, it's like, just not well done It's at like, all. imagine you watch The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Mm-hmm. Awesome cinematography, super wide lens, yeah. these landscapes, mm-hmm. and it's the man with no name. Mm-hmm. And then they give him a name and tell him, you know, yeah, he was a guy that, you know, was beaten by his dad, and, <laughs> and he didn't get laid in high school or, you know, the prairie school, whatever they had in that time. Like, they take all of Clint Eastwood's, like, badass... And just make them a regular ass person. Like, I don't read comics for regular ass people. Like, I, I read hear you on that. The comics that are regular ass people in them, I read those. Yeah, that's what they are. Right. That's what I like there. But not in your Wolverine comic, right? Right. I hear you. Giving him an origin well, no, was a big mistake. I just independent of what actually happens in the story, the pacing is awful. Really? Just unbearable. I didn't read. Wolverine Origin 2. I'm talking about Wolverine Origin 1. Right. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. So I, I thought it was a good idea for them to do a Wolverine Origin 2 because I thought 1 was so unbelievably awful. Because I, has everybody read it? Who's read it? Yeah, yeah, I've read it. I've read it. Okay. Can you tell me what happens in issue 2 through 6? Nothing. I, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? This Nothing. is the fucking origin of Wolverine, the right. most popular character at Marvel Comic Books for lot, multiple decades. A lot of running and through the snow. And you guys can't curse the origin story that took place over six issues. Right. He sneezed a couple of those issues. I, I remember a lot of running through the snow. Yeah. He ran through the snow, there were wolves. But the first issue is, uh, is oh my goodness, he's not really... The guy who looks like Wolverine. He's the other guy. He's right. a little sickly kid. Right. And then after that, it's... What happened? It literally could have just been issue woods for a while. So, and that was... So basically okay. we're saying it should have been a one-shot. It could have been issue one <laughs> and the last four pages of issue six. <laughs> no, well, you know what? When I was a kid and I was wondering what Wolverine's origin was, I wasn't wondering... Uh, who his babysitter was when he was eight. Not how far back in the origin story I needed to hear. Like, when he was a baby, he had colic one day. Let's take a whole 24-page comic book to tell you about it. He was a crying baby. You know what the cool thing was about Wolverine? Was when they would tell these stories where he was, oh, off in World War II, or when he teamed up with Ben Grimm in the Air Force, Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, when he was in, in... Vietnam, mm-hmm. all this shit, all this different. It was all myth. 
right. it was all larger than life and and right. it's like oh he was Jason Bourne at, in this age and then he was you know a bartender here that yeah. got in trouble trying to escape his past here and then mm-hmm. he, he hid his identity right. by putting on a patch here like it was so it made him interesting to just it's like whoa he's done all this shit yeah. and how then, did this guy do all these things right. right and then he's just some like sickly ass kid like he basically that got, was boring the book was boring right <laughs> yeah it, he he was the first anakin skywalker yes <laughs> so yeah it is what it is so origin's sitting Man, on the fuck shelf fuck you with that that is what it is <laughs> i'm just saying so that's unfortunate too because that's another like kind of premium book too it has like a nice cover and it's not that nice yeah no, it, it, no and I mean, cover. it's not people that I respect, so I didn't, I didn't, I haven't read it yet, but it's not selling well. Jeez, that's that's unfortunate. What? Like, I mean, it is nowhere near the sales of the normal issue of all new X Men and Uncanny X Men for the month. Right, which is just crazy because I don't even understand who at Marvel is like. Well, you know what we should do? We should go back to the origin. Well, like who says that? Like who's like that's where we're gonna make our killing. Origin two. It's like no, no, that's a bad idea. But okay, let's do it anyway. I don't know. What is, so so? What is moving? Is, I mean, I know you just mentioned the X Men books, but I mean, which I I mean, you've said in the past, if you're good, if if you had to throw a if you had to throw a dart about what books would sell in the future, I know you said X Men would be the one, but yeah, X Men. Has is and always will be a great seller in comic books, uh, but I mean a lot of things are kind of uh, floating down. Like all of the big sellers in the past here are moving down. They're all trending down. Batman's trending down. Yeah, uh, the the Uncanny Avengers book, the Avengers book, mm-hmm. Uncanny X Men, all new X Men are all going down in sales for sure not by a large margin and they're still the top sellers but you can just see they're that not, they're not striding the world like a colossus that's gotcha. for sure and 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 a bunch of the image books are really creeping up uh, let's see that's what i was about to ask you it's like do you feel like it it gives an opening for some of those more like you know i guess independent books for lack of a better term well for sure because I just notice with myself, I find myself kind of not even wanting to bother reading certain titles that I used to always read. And even books that I read, and I was like, that was pretty good. I don't have time for pretty good anymore because there's great comic books coming out. Nice. What What are great and, comic books that are out or that are coming out? And, you know, that you've been reading? Well, Daredevil is just amazing every yeah. single issue yeah it is true Daredevil's fantastic it's crazy that that title is technically going to be going away yeah but it's coming back a month later so yeah not too not too <laughs> broken up unless you guys read the last one that came out last week oh oh my goodness wait for the next issue that's, a, that, that's just great comic books damn it I haven't read it and, yet I have it to read oh, but I haven't read it yet. I will fantastic Oh, jeez. Well, I might be late Gee, for work I'm tomorrow. I'm right next to me right now. Daredevil. <laughs> All right. Just good. the best. Thor has been really good from Jason Aaron. Yeah, I agree with you on that. 
like from the indie stuff, I still really have enjoying Powers. Lazarus is uh, pretty good. Oh yeah, uh, Velvet is great. Really? And Black Science is great. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And uh, uh, Amazing X Men is real top of the line for me. Wow, that's good stuff. As, uh, as an X Men fan, if you can uh, up on Amazing X Men. I, I've been reading Amazing X Men. Oh, just every issue. Yeah. I'm Even though I haven't read three. Yeah, but it's 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 a fun book. And it yeah. it is definitely like, you know, I know we had this conversation too where it's just like it it, it is probably the most fun you've had with an X Men book in almost a decade. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Not counting Wolverine and the X Men, which is the same guy. That is true. Writing. That is true. But see, Wolverine and the X Men is hit and miss for me. Like I'm like, some issues are fantastic, and others I could burn. So yeah, I don't know. But cool. So look, that 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 is interesting to hear. That you know, like that. And I just I, I think that this this the cream of the indie movement is really rising, and instead of being at the bottom of the sales it's moving slowly towards average now at least in our store in terms of like selling velvet and black science is selling the level of an average marvel book and for an indie book to sell the average marvel book is very very impressive so what does what does that mean for like you know for for eric stevenson over there at, at image really like is he is he really cultivating the the publisher in the way where it's like... No, I, I, I can't... I don't want to sound like I'm insulting him, but it's not much to do with him. I think it's a lot more that these creators want to work in a place where they're pretty much not told how to do anything. Like, the way Image works is that there's no editor, there's no nothing uh-huh. over Image. Image says all right, you pay for printing and we'll print the book if we like it. Uh-huh. And so, Brian K. Vaughan doesn't have to send a script over to Image. Brian K. Vaughan calls him up and says, hey, I'm going to publish a book. Right. I want you guys to handle it. They're like, all right, send us the completed pages and we'll print it for you. I mean, they're they're almost a printing company. I hear you. So With a little bit more quality control. Like it's not like I could call them up and say, "Hey, I want you to publish my comic book," but they will look at it, and then they would re- then they would reject it because I can't draw. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, artists. What if you got somebody that could draw? But also, they don't want to publish everything that comes their way. Right. They do have quality control. Right. But it's not the same way that Marvel, where there's like a cohesive universe with right. brand synergy and all that. Right. Image is just, it's a clearinghouse, is what the, the, the industry term is for publishers who act like in that way. Okay. And so a lot of people are moving over there. Like, you know, it's Brian K. Vaughn didn't call Virgo or right. Marvel icons to print Saga called right. Image. Right. And, uh,. Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips are doing all their stuff at Image, even though it started at Icon with uh, Criminal. Mm-hmm. But it started at uh, Wildstorm with Sleeper. 
Mm -hmm. They went to Icon, now they're back at Image, and they're even going to be publishing the stuff that they published at Marvel through Image now, through reprints. Right, right. Yeah. So So I just think that a lot of the talent wants to work outside the restrictions of the universe, and then they also really want to work outside the restrictions of the DC universe because they got (laughs) nobody left them. Yeah, I know. I know. I think I think I have officially cut my read list down to one DC comic book. Which is what? Jeff? Yeah, Batman is, oh. is just the only comic book. I, I enjoyed Wonder Woman, but it's getting a little bit tedious. I, I will say, uh, I, in my opinion, Swamp Thing and Animal Man are back. I think okay. they're. I think they're good again. They were. They had the that the, the lot story was so unbelievably bad. I couldn't read the book anymore. Yeah. That's no. I. I. I, I yeah. I know. I, I. I get it. But no. I think. I think they're back. Like in my opinion. Like okay. I. I. I'm enjoying well, both of those books. That's, that's. That's nice to hear. Yeah. In a way that I well, haven't. You should have something that's a quality product. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fair. So, so Jeff, man, look, b- before we run out of time, let me ask you, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the return of Peter Parker, which I know you've had, you've had, uh, you know, you definitely have an opinion on, and also the return of Wally West, uh, to, or the, the, yeah, the return of Wally West in the DC Universe. What, what are your, th- your thoughts on that news coming through? Well, we'll start with Peter first. It was just obvious that he was going to come back. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty obvious that he was going to come back before the new movie came out. Right. They noticed that there's a new Amazing Spider-Man number one about the exact same month that the movie comes out. Right. I mean, they're not idiots. They know what they're doing. Right. Uh, so I, I think that's good. And I just couldn't get into Superior Spider-Man. I just couldn't enjoy it. That's fair. And it had nothing to do with the fact that I was like, oh, they're just going to bring Peter back so they don't. This, these stories don't have any consequence. I felt that the stories had too much consequence. Yeah, they were it heavy. Was just too drastically different from the book that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that I think would be more interesting in a book like Invincible. Mm. Yeah, no, no. I Look, I could definitely see... Well, like, it, Invincible has these drastic changes in it. Yeah. And it's not the character that has 60 years of history behind it. Right. And, I mean, it was a ballsy move, and it's been a commercial success. Like, it, yeah. it, I think it's, yeah, it's our, it's our number one selling Marvel comic book. Wow. So, so they're doing just fine. Yeah. It's just my personal taste. Uh, when I pick up a Spider-Man book, I want to hear Peter's voice. Are, are you worried at all that Peter Parker's return may affect the sales or are you thinking that without no, question more more people will buy the book because he's back oh absolutely okay because you that feel book, like oh, that book's gonna that book's gonna go crazy the superior the superior fans are gonna buy it the amazing fans are gonna come back and yeah, it's gonna be who's buying superior is gonna not buy amazing spider-man number one so it's already if i order just what i order for superior spider-man 30 Mm-hmm. So, maybe Spider-Man number one is going to be the best-selling Marvel book. Okay. Then, on top of that, everybody's going to hear about it. Right. 
And so people who don't read comic books are going to come in and buy it. People who watch movies are going to come in and buy it. That suggests that that's a slam dunk. Okay, look. Make, no possible way to screw it up. That's absolutely on Fantastic Forum's pull list. Don't don't short us. No, no, no. <laughs> I will be. I will have boxes of them. Good. Okay. Sure good. It will not be a problem. No, I believe you. Make sure I you believe. get a white cover. I'm sure there's going to be 28 different <laughs> variants for it, and then I have to figure out how much I have to order to get all of them. We need a white cover for Moses. <laughs> okay. Look, I'll do my best. There it is. So, what what are your thoughts on Wally West? I mean, we obviously know that he, he or you know, anyone that listens to Fantastic Forum knows that he's among your favorite flashes. Uh, or the your your very favorite Flash. What do you think about him coming back? I love that he's coming back. The cover makes me a little reticent because he's wearing some kind of weird outfit. Oh, what was it? What's the outfit look like? Every every book I look at from DC, it's like they're taking their artistic direction from Youngblood. <laughs> like. It's like they all just found Youngblood number one, and were like, this is the future of comic books. Everything's got to be extreme. Everybody's got to fight each other all the time. Right. And right. The, co- the costumes have to be garish and ridiculous. <laughs> That's good verbiage. The costumes and are garish. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Defensive to look at that. Yeah, no, I know what I know what it means. I that's why I like it because I'm like you're. That, that's the right word for them. It, it's just Is it's pervasive it? in all of the DC comic books and all of the redesigns, all of the costumes from the New Fifty Two. Just none of the changes seem to be artistically motivated. They all seem to be let's make them look more like Cable. Well, it's, it's like they were a member of X Force. Right in nineteen ninety two. Right. Yeah. So no, I, that's that's crazy. It just doesn't look up like just all of the stupid shit they added to <coughs> Superman's costume. Yeah, all the little like, but what are, what are they? They're friggin', they're pentagons or? Yeah, I yeah. don't know what that is. Yeah, well, you know, it's ceremonial armor <laughs> or something. I don't know. It's just clothes. No, no, not anymore. Why would it have seams like that? No, because that's where the seams go. <laughs> it's like every everybody's it's like thought controlled Kryptonian magic cloth, isn't it? <laughs> every everybody's everybody's seam follows their bicep, so yeah. So I don't. It's know. just like every decision DC makes is the wrong one <laughs> and they just acci- they just accidentally hired Scott Snyder and he's doing a good job on Batman. That's hilarious. Well he's got a new book on Image. Come Snyder? On. Yeah, is- notice he's not publishing oh. his book on, at Vertigo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you I go. mean that tell- that says something and Kyle Higgins also has uh, right. a book that's being published by Image. It's like I don't need to read mainstream comics. I get all the people I like on Image. All the creators, yeah. All the creators doing what want. they want. Right, right. That's true. <laughs> so you know. So yeah, I hey, I I understand your pain, Jeff. I really do. Um, last lastly, and you know, the news came out this past week. Uh, Comic Con has decided that uh, Comic Con International, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, that they're not going to be doing any four-day passes any longer 
they're going to be selling only individual day passes. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Jeff? I mean, I, obviously you, it, it doesn't necessarily affect you directly because, you know, you, yes. you, you're a retailer. But w w just what's your opinion on it? And what do you think they're trying to accomplish with this, uh, with this move? Um, well, I, it's obvious it's a good decision, accepting the fact that they already made a colossally stupid and terrible decision, which was to stay in San Diego. <laughs> where, where should they be? Having to accept that we live in a universe where they made that colossal fuck up. The only thing they could do was mm -hmm. this. The only other option is that you sell the tickets through a lottery, which I think probably is still a better idea. Okay. And so, because the last problem with the last couple of years is when you go and you try to get your ticket, it crashes. Everything crashes. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a complete crapshoot. Now, if you said... Starting February 2nd through February 9th, we're allowing you to sign up for the lottery to get a San Diego Comic-Con ticket. Then all of a sudden, there's a whole week for people to sign on to the website, right. get, the, get the, their lottery spot, get their lottery ticket. Right. Then they hand out the winners February 10th. They say, you've got one week to purchase your ticket or it goes to the next person in line. Got you. There's no mad rush at any one particular time to buy the tickets. None of nothing crashes. It's much more democratic and that it's fair mm -hmm. to everybody because everybody's got a whole week to go and claim the lottery ticket and then a whole week to pay for their ticket. Mm -hmm. Now, if San Diego's goal, the Comic Con, is to get as many people into the comic convention as possible, the one day ticket is a good idea. So you're going to look at the programs. Although the problem is, is that if they don't have the programs out first, how do you know which day you right. want to go to? And and I think that's the thing where the programs don't usually come out until what? Is it three weeks before the show or four weeks? I mean, no, usually they're a bit earlier than that. Okay, so what is it like a, a month, month and a half? Yeah, not not five months. Yes, yeah, you're correct. Yeah, like it, so that's going to be a problem. People are going to a bunch of Sherlock fans are going to buy the Saturday ticket and then it's going to be on Sunday and what are they going to do because that's the only reason they bought the ticket. Right. It's like they're going to try to have to swap with the friggin' Twilight fans or something or whatever and try yeah. to be like, you know... That'd be an interesting black market swapping. Right. <laughs> they're going to have to try to buy the, the other major problem with the one-day ticket is that how many people are going to fly out from New York for one day of Comic-Con? That is true. They're going to completely neuter their ability to sell tickets to anybody outside of driving distance, really. Yeah, that is true. That is true, because it's going to be only about, like, only the people, the only people that will come from anywhere outside of California, probably, are going to be the people that happen to get two days consecutive. Yeah. Or even non-consecutive. You could do, you can spend a day in San Diego. It'd That's be a true. real boring day, but That's you can do it. <laughs> Look, there's a lot to do outside of Comic-Con, so who knows? No, that's what I'm saying, is that you could spend one long, boring day in San Diego, not in Comic-Con. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. So, yeah. Boring city, that's what I'm saying. Right. Boring. <laughs> right. That's true. So, and, yeah. and, I mean, then the other benefit on the... Uh, 
the retailer side is that there's that many more customers walking through. The same, the people you see Friday aren't going to be the people you see Saturday. Mm. And like, I kind of take this for granted because it's kind of handed to you in the crib when you own a comic book store. Mm-hmm. Is that the first day is always terrible, and the the last day is always terrible at a comic convention. Mm-hmm. Because the first day people are scouting out everything to see what they want to buy. Right. And the last day everybody spent all their money. Got you. Plus, there is going to be no first and last day if everybody only got a one day pass. I hear you. So, so as a retailer, you know, a, a, a potential uh, exhibitor, the one day pass actually works in your favor, you think? Absolutely. Nope. Every retailer should be throwing a party that this is the new policy. <laughs> that's that's really interesting. It's it's really, it's interesting to hear that perspective because I know you know generally speaking as as a you know I I mean we're we're technically press so mm-hmm. we we hear it on both ends and I know all of my people that are like general public folks are like this is the worst decision Comic Con has ever made. Just because. Oh no, it's absolutely terrible for anybody who gets a ticket. But plus, right, I can't imagine people who didn't get tickets last year are complaining too much about this new policy. That's probably true because they're like, all of a sudden it's a brand new ball game, and they yeah, they might like, actually get, I get in to on... go for one day rather than zero. Right <laughs> there, you go. There you go. So cool. Oh, look, well, hey, look, I I appreciate the insight. And the different perspectives, Jeff. Because really, it's like I, I, I don't, I don't sell comics, you know. Unfortunately, you know. <laughs> and so it's like you know, I, I've never, I, I didn't even think about that particular perspective. But that's cool. I, I'm glad that we have that insight now. So, Jeff, why don't you go ahead and tell the people if they want to go ahead and uh, get comics sent directly to their door? How it is they can make that happen? Check us out online at jeffreescomics.com that's g-e-o-f-f-r-e-y-s c-o-m-i-c-s or comicsonebay.com as well awesome good stuff man thanks for being on the show Jeff we'll talk to you soon alright sounds good talk to you guys soon later cool it's time for a break we'll be back with uh, more comic book news and uh, all types of other stuff reviews and discussion and all types of things that make Fantastic Forum awesome. Yeah, welcome back to Fantastic Forum. Make it happen on a lovely, lovely Monday evening. Or I guess depending where you are in the world, Tuesday Tuesday morning, Tuesday night, I don't know. All right, back to some comic book news. We got a few different things we can talk about here. Um, so we got Thor the Dark World coming out. Uh, on DVD or Blu-ray, Blu-ray slash DVD slash don't even acknowledge DVD at beta, this point. Beta Max, Laserdisc. It's coming out. I use DVD as the general term, like how I use the term Band-Aid for any bandage. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I use DVD look, to cut my coke on. Well, look, you know it's funny though because you know what the general yeah, I've been term. Been hearing a lot about coke lately. Apparently it's like I'm sorry Making a big resurgence Yeah it's like 1985 All over again <laughs> Co- Cocaine Cocaine's not gonna come back That's what I hear Jesus 
Look, well, nowadays I mean, it's cut with meth, so it's like a little tricky. Is that true? Yeah. Jeez. It's it's like cheaper. A... Well, it's cheaper. Like you get more yield for your product. That sounds very dangerous. I mean, it's a capitalist country. Okay. Um, I you mean, get, the, you the get general... pink slime in your burger. So it's like, why not a little meth in your coke? The general term is home video. That's what people say. Like when they like. I cannot remember the last time I heard a human being use the term <laughs> home video. Like I think the last person I heard say that was Bob Saget. Dude, aren't you like, what what did they say when Batman sixty six? When you found out that that was coming, you're gonna be able to get that at home. Nobody was like, oh, it's coming to Blu-ray. That's what I saw. That they do. Those people said home video. I just thought it was like a re-release of the VHS. There it is. Okay. Because I think that, I, as far as I know, I think that's still the term. It's home video. Like even though nobody says, like, it's obviously nobody's getting a video. Right. Like, but still, like, what do, what do they say when they're like, you know? I know sometimes with the DC movies, they definitely say, oh, you can at the end they say you can get it on. Blu-ray and DVD, but isn't it like? And most of the time, they mention you could get it digitally, right? But the co- the the they're like when they start, they're like new from Warner Home Video. Yeah, that's the name of their production company. But that's the general term. No, that's just the name of their company. No, it's not. Yeah, Warner Home Video is the division that works. Well, the it's producers. the name of the division. It's not the name of the company. Well, the division then. But that's it's the general a... term. That's what I'm saying. No, that's just the name of their division. The home video division. That's right. what handles DVD and Blu-rays. Right. That's why it's general term. It's like the PR department. It's not the marketing people. <laughs> it's the PR. Right, but we're talking. The general term would be what the general public uses. So you're saying no one says home video? I've never heard anybody say that other than you right now. Yeah, it's been a long and time. And Bob Saget when I was 12. <laughs> since I've heard someone use that term. Oh, okay. Well. Like, pretty much after 97, all I heard was DVD, and then about 2002, maybe like HD DVD and Blu-ray. I, I don't and I really... use DVD in general, even though I don't buy DVDs. I don't hear, I don't hear anybody say, oh, I, like, you know what, I can't, I can't, uh, like... Oh, it's coming to Blu-ray. I don't hear anybody says it's coming to Blu-ray. No one says that. No, no. Most of the time they say DVD. Yeah, that's what I hear more. Even though they get the Blu-ray, they just say DVD. That's fair. It's like Larry hangs out with people that are like, Oh, Larry, spectacular. It's coming to home video release this Tuesday. Why, why are you making fun of my friends? I don't know because why? you're hanging out. You're why, hanging are you out with, fun, why are you making fun of me and my friends? You're, making, you're hanging out with people that say home video release this Tuesday. That's what like, we say. No, dude. Like you, so you've, lost, d- you've lost touch. Look, I've, I've lost. Like I'm, I'm, I am the one percent. Yeah, <laughs> I am the one percent. Even though I'm in the friggin' ninetieth percentile. <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. Like the top of the ship pile. Throw the Dark World's coming to home video. Release. <laughs> home video release. And uh, they got that friggin' Mandarin one shot, that like Mandarin short on it. Does anybody care? No. I don't, rather. I can't answer for everybody. What do you say, I Jay? I am a little interested. Yeah? 
Yeah, not that I was that happy with the character, but I think it would be interesting to see like why he's working for a dragon. Gotcha. What? Wait, what? Wait, why is working for a dragon? It's about the Mandarin, right? He's an actor, and he's working for. You're you're with that guy's Fing Fang Foo. Yeah. Like he had the symbol. Okay. And he had purple shorts. At the it's end. just the actual dragon is unrealistic, and the the public wouldn't buy that. So he just had a tattoo. Two. It's extremist. In any case, <laughs> I. You want to find out why he loves dragons? Well, you don't. You don't have to love someone to work for him. That's true. Like there are lots of people I've worked for that I've hated. Hated. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Strong terminology. Like, I'm on allgames.com. <laughs> oh. Oh. Speaking of, we have a caller. Caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Uh, uh, my name's Derek. <coughs> I'm uh, uh, Glendale. And For I the Glendale. Like, I would like to talk about the new uh, home video release of uh, Son of Batman. I'm telling you, see, there it is, home video. That's what we say. Derek, Derek is not the general public. Gee, sure no, is. Derek owned a company that sold home video D- releases. DTM Home Videos. No, right. dot was, com. They called it movies. Home videos. DTMMovies.com. It was. DT- Do you even know what DTM stands for? Friggin', uh, Derek. Thomas? In any case, what I'm trying to say is he's in the industry. Derek, his brother, starts with a T, and mom, movies. Mom, movies? Yeah. But he's in the industry. His his mom's name is not mom. Which doesn't count as a general public. You hear that? Her name's mom. What'd you say? Her name's mom. Her name's not mom. If you ask her that, uh, her name's mom. I met her. She didn't didn't say my, my name's mom. Well, you're not her son. She would not allow you to call her mom. Well, but that's because it's not her name. As far as I'm concerned, it is. It's DerekTravisMomMovies.com. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like Digital Transfer Mandarin. No. I'm pretty sure it's... I remember when I found out, like, that's what it stands for. Like, oh, that's what it stands (laughs) for. Because I've been wondering ever since I heard about it. I just never asked them. I'm pretty sure it's like... I almost crashed the car. Those transitional mongrels movies. How come that? It, how come they make these cartoons that should be feature films? Because they're cheaper. When you say should be feature films, you, you you mean like live action? The next Batman movie should be the Son of Batman thing they're putting out. That's what it should be. Like live action? Yeah. The next live action Batman should have been Son of Batman. Well, that th- Moses's answer is absolutely correct because it's cheaper. They were. They would have made a lot more money, though. But they, they would have spent a lot more. They so would have gambled more. So you're saying you're saying if they made a Son of Batman movie, it would. It's a better bet than Batman Superman. No, no, they can still make Batman. Like they can still make Batman and Superman, but the next standalone Batman movie needs to be Son of Batman. Well, it should have been Son of Batman. But it's not going to be. It's going to be him versus Iceman or whatever, Doctor Freeze. <laughs> but it should be him. And all, just him, he finds out he has a kid that's been training as an assassin. He takes him away from Talia, 
And then they they don't fight superheroes because it's a little kid. Well, well, I guess like 15 years old. So we got like a team start doing it. But they go and beat the crap out of assassins and ninjas and stuff. You, That's what I want to see. You'll get that movie. It'll be the third Affleck film. I wouldn't mind that. That'll be great. Yeah. No. Yeah. That'll, that'll be awesome. It'll be the third Affleck film. It'll it'll happen in 2020. Affleck's not a solo Batman film. Yeah, sure he is. I don't see that. You, you don't you don't see it? No. You don't see Ben Affleck mm-hmm. starring in a in a in a solo Batman film. Like you know like right. not only is he going to get get that movie, he'll probably direct it and star in it himself. Not from DC. DC doesn't make smart moves like that. They do stupid stuff. That's what they hired him for. Nah, that's not what they hired him for. They hired him to be a Batman in an ensemble piece. Nah, nah, nah. Like, guess He'll what? A Justice League movie, sure. Guess yeah, what? Yeah, no, but no. on his own, he can't do it. Guess what? Affleck. It'll be Ben. Uh, it'll be Matt Damon as Robin and him as Batman. <laughs> no, big, no. Ben oh, Affleck Casey doesn't Affleck. do big movies anymore. He does. He can't. He can't open a big movie anymore by himself. Affleck. Affleck is DC's answer to Joss Whedon. Oh no way! Like Everybody, that's a wrong like, answer. People really do hate Affleck though, even though they shouldn't. He's a really good actor. But yeah. he, but Affleck. he is not like everybody was like, oh, Affleck's here to save the franchise. No, they were like going to like setting fire to his eff- set fire to him in effigy. A- Affleck, Affleck is DC's answer. I'm not saying it's the right answer, but Affleck is is they're like we got we got a, our own Whedon and he can act. No, nah. That's what that's that's their look. Trust watch watch. That's what they're gonna try to do. Guillermo del Toro would would be that guy, not Affleck. No, it's Affleck. It can direct. Everyone everyone knows Affleck can direct, whether you love him or hate him. Right. Everyone knows he can direct. I love all his movies. Everyone knows. Everybody knows Affleck is a is a comic book guy. I mean, he says, "Dude, who reads more comic books, Affleck or Whedon? Whedon. Whedon. You think so?" You could tell. How? By everything he's done. Everything he's done is basically a comic book. I'm saying I think Whedon has comic book sensibilities. I think even more so than Affleck. I don't know that Whedon is reading comics. I don't think he's reading anything he's not writing. I don't believe that. I don't look. I mean, I'm no Whedon fan myself. Oh, no. I'm a Whedon fan. Yeah. I'm just saying Whedon is talented and he gets it. I'm not saying that doesn't mean that doesn't translate to me as a dude that's in the comic shop. I think once again Derek is right <laughs> saying that Guillermo del Toro no, I, I'm not would saying, be the better bet. I'm not saying Guillermo del, Guillermo del Toro, del Toro does read comics. No, guess what? Even if he doesn't no, write them. I agree with you. What I'm saying to you is Guillermo del Toro's project has been stalled. He wants to make this this uh Justice League Dark movie and you know, that's probably not gonna see the light of day for some for time. That's what he wants to make, and DC and Warner Brothers doesn't have the good sense to let him do it. But fine. What I'm saying, I get it. What you guys are saying. What I'm saying to you is DC's answer, because like you said, DC doesn't make the right decisions all the time. Is Ben Affleck? He's gonna star in a Batman movie. He'll probably get to direct it. He's gonna. He's their guy. He's their answer. Will it be Son of Batman? The third one will be Son of Batman. Third. The th- I'm, I'm not. Look. <laughs> That's We're what I'm saying. About 2025, and I know. Like, let's, yeah. let's be let's be realistic here. I'm being realistic. I, no. I need a movie to come out with between now and and 2020 for me to be able to enjoy it and not like be okay. looking at the clock. Hey, th- look, 
I understand what you're saying. What I'm telling you is, like, DC, didn't, they're not even going to come out with that Batman Superman movie next year. That joint's coming out in 2016 now. So You know what I really think happened there? <laughs> they, had, they needed something cool to show off at Comic-Con. And now they have to, oh, shit. Now we got to deliver. Yeah, now we have to <laughs> deliver. Like, I think they wanted to steal the show at Comic-Con. Yeah. And, and now, like, they, they didn't even know how they're gonna, they were mm. going to do it. Mm-mm. And everybody was saying that it's too fast. Yeah. Everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people were saying, oh, it's too fast. I was saying I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's true. But, you know, and I, like, I will say, like, I was one of the people that I, like, I got faith in D.C., they say they can make this movie. Like, I believe they can make this you movie. You had faith when you kept reading Stormwatch. <laughs> I didn't have any faith in that. DC hasn't put out a good live action movie since Superman 2. Come on, but Derek. We, like, Derek, we're not going to talk to you about well, your well, particular red, sense red, of reality. Red was fun. The first Red, on. that was good. Come on, man. Really? Whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to debate you on friigging Nolan Batman movies. We're not going to do that. What else did you call Look, him? That's like about? image. It's like they just let him do whatever. They yeah. no editorial, <laughs> and that's why they ended it. They're not gonna go there. Like no, we need we need hands in here. Right. It's like this motherfucker, no capes except for that one cape in the middle of noon. Batman in the day. <laughs> it's like yeah, we need to step in there. It's like we need to make it look more like Jonah Hex. <laughs> Because that was such a raging success. Megan Fox. You guys are giving DC the credit that Nolan should have got. And everybody's still, for some reason, giving them that credit. But Nolan left. Like, Nolan has yeah. nothing to do with anything going on. So, Like, he left he halfway through A Man of Steel. Yeah. Like, erase everything like that he, you thought you were going to give yeah. Nolan. And you either subtract that and go back before him and say, oh, that's what we're probably going to be getting. And that's what you're probably going to be getting. It's like he didn't like how Man of Steel was going. He's like, uh, you know, I'm I'm out of here. I he was right. Man yeah. of Steel is a good movie. No, I agree. I agree 100. percent But you know, that is what I, I think. Mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna buckle down and watch it finally. Good luck with that. I found a place where I don't have to wa- pay for it to watch it. Derek, what do you think about this <laughs> this rumor uh, that Johnny Depp may be Doctor Strange? I can see that. He's old. He's old. That's funny. What about you, Jay? Johnny Depp is Doctor Strange. Does that float your boat any? Um, I don't know. Like, I used to... Like, he's done a lot of great stuff recently. Doctor Strange you're talking about? No, Johnny Depp. Oh. Doctor Strange as well. No, I'm joking. I I, I get what you mean. I mean... (laughs) I mean, What's the last saw, thing he did? Get you saw possessed the ninth, by a demon? You saw the Ninth Gate, right? Or by a fairy? Yeah, I saw the Ninth Gate. That's like Doctor Strange, right? No. Yeah, That's like him that becoming Doctor Strange. Terrible. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, I, he's reading occult books and shit. No. He was like a friggin' he he was literally wasn't he like a a book collector in that book? I mean, in that movie, a bookseller. Like he would I sell mean, rare books. Yeah, buy and sell rare books. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should watch it before I use statements like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a weird it's movie. It's not my resolution or anything. It's a cool... It's a... It's a it, I actually like that movie, but it's... Yeah, it's a weird I movie. I mean, it's a Polanski movie, right? I think it is. That's probably why I didn't watch it. What do you think about Johnny Depp as Dr. Strange? Me? Uh, well, actually, I heard a rumor debunking that. 
And yeah. it was going to be John Hamm. John Hamm? That's yeah. a bad pick. Like, I don't see him growing a beard for it. Like, John Hamm is great. I would love to see John Hamm yeah. in a superhero movie. Right. He could be anyone but Dr. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I always watch it. Toss a, a rock into the Marvel Universe at random. Yeah. Uh, John Hamm's speedball is better than John Hamm's Dr. Strange. Like, John Hamm hell? Venom? You're right. Dude, John Hamm Venom would be great. That fool just needs yeah. to dye his hair blonde. Yeah. And actually, these days, you probably don't have to because Fox no. is making that anyway. <laughs> right. John, John Hamm is the friggin' anti-hero Venom. Yeah. You know, I think I think Johnny Depp would would be okay in it. I think he can he can I mean, look, his Ichabod Crane, his Willy Wonka, like he throws himself into a role, especially if it's something he cares about. Now if you get a Tim Burton Doctor Strange movie with Johnny Depp in it. That's not a good idea, right? That's a fantastic idea. Tim Burton, no, no, Doctor Strange? You need, for Doctor Strange, you need a trippy, psychedelic, visually striking film. No, well, I'll give you that, but Tim I Burton's Tim not Burton the right tone, right? No, he, 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 what, occult magic is not his tone? I'm, like, what Tim the Burton? Motherf- look, you can get Tim Burton to play Doctor Strange. He's halfway <laughs> there already. <laughs> I just say, I don't. From Hell was really good, too. Yeah, the Hughes brothers. I can't think. See, Hughes, like, I can see the Hughes brothers with do. Johnny Depp doing Doctor Strange, but I'm just like, I can't think of one Tim Burton movie where I'm like, from, not, visual, the visual aspects that you're talking about, I get. Right. I think you're right there. But the tone is what I'm talking about. Like, it feels like you get a light Doctor Strange movie. No. It's, it's weird. You, you're watching Tim Burton movies from a different view than a Tim Burton fan would. Okay, and that might be true because they see the undertone where it's bleak and gothic. Yeah, I mean, I get it. No, but you see, everything is light tone. Like you see, you, you're you're more struck in Edward Scissorhands by the pastel colors of the suburbs as opposed to the dreary dark colors of the castle where he lived. Mm-hmm. And you know, the goth fans that love Tim Burton mm-hmm. see mainly they when they think uh, they don't see the pastels and the wacky hairdos when they think of Edward Scissorhands. They see the leather-clad dude okay. in the snow. Okay. No, I, so, I, I and, that, and that's you. really what it is. Like when you think Tim Burton, you think you know uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and, and yeah. you see the weird, you see the bright colors in Charlie yeah. and the Chocolate Factory, yeah. not the fact that there was like kids dying potentially. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, so, I you no, and I get it. Like you see a movie like Big Fish, and you see the comedy aspect. Yeah. And not the psychedelia in it. No, I mean I, I see both. No, you don't. No, I do. If you did, you would be you would be like, okay, I can see Tim Burton doing. Well, what I'm so. saying is, Sweeney Todd was good too. I haven't seen Sweeney Todd. Yeah, he he thinks that sound of music. He sees it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, if every movie that he does has the bright colors and then also has the dark undertones, am I wrong for saying, well, it might be too bright? What color is Doctor Strange's cape? It's red. Lined with what? Like blue? Isn't it blue? Yellow, gold. Oh, is it gold? It's gold. Okay. Over a bright blue costume. Tunic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the stories are dark and occult. That's both parts of Tim Burton movies. You're right. I'm absolutely right. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. You're right. You're right. You look, you sold me. Look, Tim Burton... And Johnny Depp should do Doctor Strange. Now I'm uh, I I want Vigo Mortensen. 
To be what? Doctor Strange. Damn it. Viggo Mortensen will be a cool-ass Doctor Strange. Right. He's old enough to be a surgeon that has failed and, and traveled to Shangri-La. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, no, all of that. Yeah, that's cool. Well, like, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Like, I've never thought of Tim Burton in that way. I'd probably go back and look at those movies and be like, you know what? These are dark as hell. They really are. And they're, it's darker for the bright colors. Yeah. Even uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is like the oh, perfect yeah. example of that. N- night, like, to me, Nightmare Before Christmas is all, uh, it's probably the, one of the grimmer right. movies. Like, which is weird because... Alice like, Wonderland was pretty grim. Yeah. And mm. uh, Frank and Weenie. Not the remake, f- new one. The original one. He what? did the original? Yeah. He oh. created the characters and everything. It was a short film, like 20 minutes. Oh, nice. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize that. I didn't even know there was an original. Yeah. Live action. Well, I knew there was an original, but I didn't know it was Tim Burton. It's live action? Mm-hmm. Oh. What else would it be? Derek, are you dead? No, you guys are talking about a, a director that will never make another good movie. So I was like, ah. <laughs> what, what do you think for a Doctor Strange movie, Derek? Uh, I think uh, the guy who directed Gravity. Uh, it was Jose Alacron. Oh, no, Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah, Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah, I would like I to think, see I think he would do a great job with that. He's doing something else now, though, right? He's doing a project with the... Frick, he's doing some kind of con- like superhero project right now. Did did he get nominated for an Oscar too? Probably. I mean, I know the the movie was is the movie's up for best picture, right? Yeah. Well, he gets it for best picture. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. I thought the producers accept that award. And him. Oh, okay. That makes I sense. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. So, okay. I watched a comic book movie yesterday. You said what? I watched a comic book movie yesterday. Which one? Uh, Two Guns. How'd you like that? I think Denzel Washington has it in his contract. He has to bang a hot Latina woman in his movies now. <laughs> it's, I, I, it's, it's like at least the second one. I, maybe the third one that I remember vividly where he's in bed with a hot naked Latin woman. I was like, oh, you go Denzel. Well, you know what? I'll say this. That's how you get around those marriage vows right there. It's like, baby, it's work. That could be the case, but you know, they don't like us to like, they don't like black actors to like star across black female actresses or black actresses because then that automatically makes it a black movie. So that's why they put Latinas in as opposed to white women, which might possibly offend someone. Or for me. Yes, white women are so offensive. No. They can be. They don't want, they don't, like, the general public, some of the general public doesn't like, don't, or don't like their women to be deflowered. Their loss is my game. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. And I have a dream. <laughs> For He's doing a TV show with J.J. Abrams about a 10-year-old girl with superpowers. What's that going to be called? Uh, it's called, uh, what, what'd, you, what'd you say, Derek? Firestarter. <laughs> Uh, no, it's called Believe. Carrie. B- believe? That's yeah. not that's not what was the name of that T V show with uh with friggin' the key for Sutherland? Touch? Oh, that's not Believe. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I, that's what they're touching for, right? To believe? 
There's a new action adventure movie called a uh, TV show out called Hope. <laughs> Larry, have you watched Tomorrow People? No, but you know what? I have the plan to. Like I no really like I I miss. Have you seen any of the previews or anything? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the previews, and I'm like I I should watch that show. Like, it strikes me as a knockoff of X Men. Yeah, I believe okay. it. Okay, it looks even th- Ultimate X Men like the first arc was called Tomorrow People. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah, so alphas though they're like all those are knockoff because they can't no, afford X Men, no, so no, they make but, alphas. But the actual arc is called Tomorrow People. I I I'll like, say this like having watched alphas, it's like. There are definitely themes that that go through Alphas and X Men and friggin' what like what Doom Patrol, but it's not all the same. Like you know, like like those are like those people that are like, oh yeah, D- Doom or Stanley totally stole his ideas from Doom Patrol or whatever, and it's just like, no, no, he didn't. Yeah, nobody gave a shit about Doom Patrol until Grant Morrison worked on it. And that was like what thirty years after X Men, yeah. And that he used his influence. Uh, he used the X Men influence right. on Doom Patrol, right? Exactly. So anybody who says that about Stanley can suck a cock, yeah. Uh, on King Day, <laughs> another another interesting uh, thing that happened uh, in in the news is friggin' they they make they're making an all new X Men box set. Of like Marvel Legends figures, and who's it, the the figure? It's no, it's it's a box set of the original X Men. No, of the all the all like the top, basically it's the first it's the first box set of the original X Men in their like original X Men costumes and all that. That's probably been made since like maybe the eighties. So we're gonna have the Angel Girl in there. It's gonna be kind of sweet. See, Derek. <laughs> You know, I know where you live, dude. Stop this! Stop this! Does he still have all that booze? Does Derek have booze? I don't know, Derek. You have you have your alcohol? Yeah, we're talking about it. I'm, I'm thinking about I'm not thinking about. It. I'm gonna go get, get some more this uh, weekend too. Why are you gonna get more? Because that's what you're supposed to do. But you don't. But you're not drinking the ones that you have, right? No. But one day, somebody's gonna come over and they're gonna be like. Oh, Derek, you're so cool. I'm gonna drink some of your alcohol, and I'm like, yeah, I had. To, what do you have? I was like, I, 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 I have whatever you want, and they're like, oh, Derek, you're so cool. Like, is, why, it, is it cool if it happens this Thursday? Right. Why don't we just all? Why don't the Fantastic Forum just come and and drink and talk? We could actually we could come for Dead Pixel. Okay. Okay. That'll be good. In fact, I do care. That would be great. I might I mean, say yeah. we'll show up. Be careful. I'm down. I'm off Thursday. We'll, my, my, well, you can't come. You can't get in because the building's locked off till the end of the week. But I'll what, find a way. What does that mean? The building's locked off till the end of the week. They're doing some kind of construction, and so they said from the 21st till there's not going to be any access to the building from the 21st to like the 25th or something. So what? tonight, after I get off the phone with you guys, I, I got to go buy food so I can uh, so I can eat. What does that mean? No access to the building. You can't get out. You can't leave your building for four days. No, the only way in they say is going to be some back uh, so the rape alleyway that I'm not walking down. I don't want to get raped. Derek, no, I'm not worried. Derek, you're eight feet tall. Like who can rape you? Galactus is it? That's the part. The person of the size is going to be scary. So, <laughs> like, I've been waiting for you to come down this alley, Derek. <laughs> it's like oh shit. 
is like the biggest man you've ever seen <laughs> in a purple beanie. Yeah, see? <laughs> What's he going to be wearing purple for? Because he's Galactus. Oh. <laughs> the purple, purple beanie. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't think you should worry about that, Derek. You should leave your building when you want if you have a way out. Okay. And like, trust, trust me, none of the Fantastic Four was worried about the rape alley. It's like, look, please, I, I'm waiting for somebody to come and try to rape me. Really? Is that what you're waiting for? Oh, yeah, I'm waiting for it. Like, guess what? It's going to be a bad day for you. I, like, I put razor blades up there every day just waiting for you. Razor, razor blades up what? Your butt. No. 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 I don't need razor blades up. No one, nobody's even getting to my butt. I'm a giant black man. What are you talking about? There's a lot of giant black men that said that. Well, I mean, in jail. Well, other giant black men, that's different. Why are we talking about getting raped in the butt? How you brought it up? I didn't bring it up. I brought up the, I brought up not being raped. You're like, I'm <laughs> I hope somebody tries to rape me. I'm like, okay. He said, he said I brought up not being raped. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, and uh, with that. Like, really, how tough can a rapist in Glendale be? Damn. I'm I'm pretty certain Derek is the biggest person in all of Glendale right yeah, now. Because Armenians don't get past like five eight, right? <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. Unless you know their hair grows. It's like it would literally have to be a gangbang. Like it'd have to be like six small dudes that jump Derek, and it wouldn't even be like they would overpower him. It would just be more like they grabbed. It's on like the- Derek might have to like him a little. <laughs> Real, real quick before we go on break, uh, uh, news. Uh, uh, Marvel felt it necessary to censor the new Miracle Man reprints. Oh, and really? Cut out some dialogue and some shit that wasn't, you know, kosher. Um, but really? only on the Marvel Comics app. Not in the book itself. Not Comicsology. Not. Uh, like in know, the actual not, print? Not in the print. Oh. That's, so you, I, that's that's Apple doing that then, right? They no, have, no, have, it's it's, it's actually not. Apple like Apple has no problem with saga and, and sex criminals and all the stuff that they've been accused. Like you can buy those at the iBook store, no yeah. problem. Only because the it, to have an uh, an Apple account and be able to buy that, you have to be eighteen or over. Mm. So it, it's kind of a given mm-hmm. that, and. So, but with the, they don't want to police every little app in order to make sure they're upholding their policies. So they, you know, they either don't do it or you know, or people do it, you know, take it out preemptively. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I did read a, a, a letter in the letters column for sex criminals, one of the newer issues where they were talking about you know banned by Apple. It's like no, I I bought my digital copy from the iBook store. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. I do you know what Marvel actually censored and? No, I have to read it. Okay. Um, but you can buy the the they have the market. You know how they used to do market edition, so that like they have the market edition on their uh, Marvel app, but on the Comicsology app and the iBook store and the print, it's uncensored. I so I, I think it's just the draw of kids and younger people to the Marvel app. Hmm. They don't want to be responsible for that. Are kids gonna be buying Marvel, man? Probably not. But they don't want to, you know. They yeah. don't want parents to sue them or whatever. Right. Once they I find out there is yeah. uh, some hot underage sex in there, they will. 
Yeah, like they'll 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 they're Marvel's okay with them suing Comicsology or Apple. <laughs> they don't want to deal with it. You know, it's actually not even Marvel, like or you know how you said it, it's Apple doing it. No, it's it's Disney doing it. Mm. That's really what it is. It's the family company. There it founded is. by an anti-Semite. <laughs> and on that note, Fantastic Four will be back in just a moment. Only on allgames.com. All right. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum. Derek, you're still on the line, correct? World's finest. <laughs> what? Okay. That's what the Glendale Rapists say. <laughs> Word. So, um, everyone sit tight for me. We're going to talk about, we're going to do a review real quick of Curse Number 1, and then talk a little bit about 90s anime versus the anime of today. Moses Magnum. Tell us about Curse, please. Curse is a uh, werewolf book. There's been a slew of these coming out within the last eight months. That is true. Uh, Riley Rossmill, the artist, worked on two of those. <laughs> I forget the name of the other one, but I, I read it on Image. This one is from Boom Studios. Oh, okay. And I was pissed because... Um, <laughs> Why were you pissed? Well, because somebody tweeted about it on our feed. And I saw him like, you know what? I... You know, it's Riley Rossimo's doing the art. I love him, uh-huh. his art style. He's a, he's a talented dude. And then I look and nobody had it. Then I realized it was Tuesday. The person tweeting about it was a retailer. So they read oh, it early. Oh, gotcha. So they gave it the buzz for me. Okay. So it's like I'm trying to find it. So mm-hmm. I was I had my, my shit-talking tweet ready for Boom Studios not having day and date on their app because mm-hmm. – if I hear it on the internet, I'll buy it right then and there. Gotcha. Like, that's... That's how you do. That's how I do, especially if it gets a, a good review like that. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, the next day, Wednesday, 6 a.m., there it was. Right on the Comixology app. Mm-hmm. Uh, this book is written by Michael Moresi and Tim Daniel. Mm-hmm. And uh, art by Riley Rosmo and Colin Lorimer. Okay. So, basically, this is one a werewolf book. You know, pretty straightforward. Takes place in the isolated small town, probably someplace in Alaska or the Midwest, where mm-hmm. there's a lot of snow and a lot of like forest area. Okay. You know, unexplainable murders. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the forensic team describing the stride of the beast. They mm-hmm. know it might not even be human. You know, straightforward. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the peop- This book is so far about the guy hunting the beast okay. and he, he's a, a, a ex-football player down on his luck his kids got lupus or some shit okay <laughs> what? this is what he said his kids got lupus or some well, cause shit well cause it's like you know the loop in French means werewolf or wolf oh like so loop, I, that, yeah. gotcha. I wanted to sound stupid but actually make a quite little I like connection it. I like it Um, but uh, yeah he's got I don't know what he's got he's bald but he's black, so that might be just his style. <laughs> um, King Day. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but he's free to have that style. Right. Um, but, yeah, so he's basically, they put a bounty to find the killer of all these unsolved killings. And this dude down on his luck gets it, catches the, the killer. Um, at the end of the book, he catches him right when he's about to transform back to person to human but it starts off 
the first page starts off with the beast already caught in human form and they have a little exchange that's kind of cool it's like I guess the best way to describe it is kind of Clarice and uh, Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. in Silence of the Lambs where they're just he's tied up and he's just getting in his head mm-hmm. and that's that's how it starts off and it, it, then the story plays out you see uh, the struggle that this guy has selling his old memorabilia to, mm-hmm. to pay for the treatments for his kid because the, the insurance isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the sister-in-law is a, um, a law enforcement official mm-hmm. and is trying to take the kid away and he's like, he threatens to beat the shit out of her. Oh, and he's like, she's like, you're, uh, you know, threatening an officer of the law. I'm like, no, I'm threatening my sister-in-law that's trying to take away my kid. I you know, he didn't give a fuck about the law at that time. Shit like that, you know, it gives you a little, a good, um, uh, a, it, it displays his home life, like, where this character is within, like, two pages and, like, 14 panels or something. Hmm. Like, it, it, it's really, it's a, it's a short book. It feels short, rather. It sounds really dense. But it's dense, yeah. yeah. And uh, the art is good. Um, when I saw Riley Rossmo on it, I wanted you know bedlam <laughs> green right. wake like i want right. that but i think because there's two artists i think one handles like what's happening in the story and one handles the well riley rosmo rather handles you know the forensics portrayal of what happened mm. and the werewolf scenes oh okay so it has a dichotomy and yeah it, it kind of it it's an interesting way to tell a werewolf story because a werewolf is in essence, any werewolf story is about man versus nature. It's two different forces colliding. Yeah. yeah. Um, no matter what werewolf story it is, mm-hmm. it, there's always two perspectives in it. And uh, having two artists do it, if that is the case, it's hard to tell because I've seen Riley Rossmo art that looks nothing like what I like his style to be. He's very versatile. Mm-hmm. But if, if it is, you know, two artists taking the duties like that, then, you know. That it's an interesting way to do it. Even even with the two styles, it's interesting whether it was one person that did it or two. Yeah. And um and then at the end it shows you like it starts off with him catching <laughs> you the know werewolf. the werewolf, so you know he's caught. Okay. But if I tell you I wasn't excited the last three pages when he's chasing the shit down and, and shooting it and you know, th- even how he comes in contact with it, like it just literally comes in front of his car <laughs> as he's driving down the snow. So, you know, so the idea is that you see him catch the werewolf in the beginning, and then the rest of the book is some, like showing like, you like how an interrogation. He, oh, gotcha. so it, it basically, it, but instead of being interrogated by this guy, you, you know, you you get the sense like, oh, he's a hunter. You mm-hmm. know, he's a werewolf hunter. Okay, yeah, but he's not really like he's just a guy that saw a reward and needs money, right? To pay but for his then kids what the werewolf tells him about his home life and his, you know. His child being sick, like his, you see that before you even actually see it in story form. Mm-hmm. You get that sense of what his home life is just by the werewolf smelling him and describing him as like, you know, you fucking humans, like you're the only ones that like protect the weak and give them an extended life. When in nature, we let them out to die and we use them for food. You know, like hmm. just looking down, the werewolf looking down on humans for actually. You know, having health care. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even a compassion. Like it, It's more of like, it, it's like you humans are, are ensuring that the meek inherit the earth when it shouldn't be like that. That's not the law of nature. You know? So it, it 
gives you a little perspective from the werewolf side. Mm-hmm. And uh, overall, it was a good first issue because even though you know it was a little dense and and I felt like okay, get to the werewolf, get to the killing, like get to Riley Rossmo art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it basically the last three pages, my heart was beating, like it was like watching a movie wow. <laughs> with a chase. And uh, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't say any more of it without like reading it to you verbatim. Right. Yeah. Right. It's that you make it sound fantastic. Yeah. It. It. it I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, it, it's just, um, it's not the most groundbreaking werewolf story ever. Right. But it's a good one, <laughs> and I can't. You know, they haven't done to werewolves what they've done to vampires. Right. So even if it's not any different, uh, it's still okay in my book so far. Okay. It's interesting. Like, why do you think they haven't been able to do to werewolves what they've done to vampires? I think with werewolves, um, it appeals more to the male demographic. Just because they're they're like dogs or what? You know, you always hear women. Oh, men are dogs. You know, mm-hmm. uh, men uh, and and even like you watch a show like Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and it's all about his male ego. The mm-hmm. whole fucking series at the very end, we find out is about his male ego. Mm-hmm. It's not about his. You know, he wants to feed for his family. Even the idea of providing for his family is all male ego. Mm-hmm. Your worth is what you do, your career. Mm-hmm. There's all this pressure on men to be the providers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just want to let loose, fuck a bunch of whores, and, and eat fucking raw meat and drink into oblivion. <laughs> and that's why people can't handle their drinks, because they let the... It's the inner... That, that's what attracts people to werewolves, at least me. It's the idea to just let go and just be... Your id, be your your wild self, be what you were put on earth to be. Right. You know, and it, it, there's a lot of constraints in society, and that's the to me that's always been the appeal for werewolves. It's just being one with nature, you know, fucking doggy style in the pale of moonlight. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it, it's just yeah. Jay, I know you like werewolves. Yeah, I love werewolves. Is that why you like werewolves? Or what's your what's your perspective on like why do you think you like werewolves? Um, does it have anything to do with the stuff Moses might have been just talking about, or a little bit, or no? You know, I don't think that's why I'm that into werewolves. Okay. Um, I just really like. Well, I guess it's similar. Like, I like the blending. Of man and animal together mm. it's like it always seemed interesting to me like when you have like a werewolf character or like even like a wolverine character where it's like you're seeing things as you've always seen them but then you also see like you hear things that you don't hear you like your perception your senses mm-hmm. and you know that is added into like what you normally have Mm. plus you get like the enhanced you know you get the strength you get the speed Mm -hmm. um so you like the idea of the uh, a a person or a character being a man but being more than a man or being human 
but being more than human at the same time. That yeah, that's it? kind of it. It's kind of it. Okay. It's like I also like the reverse. Like when a wolf like becomes a man and like he's experiencing the human side for the first time. Mm. Like Yeah, it's just it's really about that blending of man and animal together mm. that I really like. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that that's really interesting. And I mean being able to rip someone's throat out like in a single swipe, you got to admit that that's just kind of cool. Like I mean, a lot of monsters can do it, but nobody does it like werewolves do it. <laughs> you know, as they do it in this book, like page seven. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it, it's just like you see the killings are uh, like you. It's not just killing of people. There's a lot of deer killed, but nobody gives a <laughs> shit about deer. But that's how you track it because it's got to feed. So you track the food source, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it's a lot of. A lot of werewolf fiction that I like has been in TV and in being human for one. The mm -hmm. kid that is the werewolf is like the most uptight, like type A personality med school student. And he just, if he would just figure out how to just let loose as a man and say he wants to fuck when he wants to fuck, say he wants to drink, his, his wolf side wouldn't be so destructive. And uh, I don't know that just speaks to me because you know there's been times where I've bottled shit inside mm -hmm. and that it might not be the right thing to say at certain times and then you know then I drink and it comes out and it's like oh, I shouldn't have said that in that way or I shouldn't acted in that way but if I just say what I mean in my daily life when I drink it wouldn't be a, a fucking issue right you know right there's nothing to come out <laughs> right you know you've already we can all just have out. a good time right yeah and that's why parents my favorite character because that. Like in the wheel of time, yeah. Okay, like <laughs> Baron, yeah. You really get a huge sense of that, like him just coming into all these brand new senses, yeah. Like being able to smell emotions on people mm -hmm. and not just see it. I mean, not just because he's kind of a slow dude, like not like slow and dumb, but socially, he took no, he takes his time to think. Like, oh, right, yeah, deliberate. Right. Yeah. He's very deliberate. You give him a problem, he was not going to solve it as fast as someone else because he's actually taking the time to think it through, think through the options. All the possibilities. Yeah. And uh he'll but he'll definitely get the right answer. Yeah, right, cuz he he figured all the angles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, it's just interesting seeing him as a wolf, like when he becomes a wolf and he kind of goes through this his thing where he's like oh the wolf part of me is uncontrolled and he, you know he's talking with the other wolves he's like i have to be human because if i become like you guys i'm gonna be uncontrollable and the wolves are like i see you're the only one that's kind of out of control we're all doing our time <laughs> right it's like we, we stay right in our lane right <laughs> that's really interesting that's really interesting Cool. So, so Mo, sum it up, man. What what would you or how would you rate uh, Curse Number One from Boom Studios? I would give it as of now this issue one as a standalone issue. Yeah. Four disemboweled deer out of five. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I will say the title interested me when you first said it. Right. Like 
even before the show, like pre- right. you said, curse. And I was like, it can't be a werewolf story. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't it be? Uh, it's just because, you know, the movie Cursed is a werewolf movie. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, seems kind of close together, like your titles, but. Boom does what they want. Apparently. They're like, whatever. They're like, sue us. One thing we that. Got, I, we got settlement money. <laughs> one thing that I felt to mention is that the main character is a black guy. And it has really no merit because it could have been anybody <laughs> in it. Oh, okay. But it's just, he's written naturally. He, you know, he's not, you know, he's poor, but he's written in a way that's, like, <laughs> not, like, crackhead poor. And he's only poor, though, because he's probably spent all his football money well, on... Well, no, he had a knee injury at the height of his career. But then you still got money before, right? Yeah, but yeah, it goes to your but, surgery. Yeah, that's... Oh. Really it. Like, if you can't play and can't perform, there's no influx of money. I thought well, you still have hospital bills. I would have thought that he probably spent the money on his kids. That treatment. Too. Yeah, that that's part of it. It's, yeah, you know, like he probably just spent all his football money and on think, treating the lupus. I think his wife died or something, or something. But so if he went through a divorce or she died, either way, that's <laughs> you know a funeral easily six yeah. to ten thousand yeah. dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. And uh, a divorce even more. <laughs> yeah. Depending on how yeah. long you know how long you've been married, so. He lost half right there. Right. Probably a half of that on his own surgery and then whatever's left over for the kid that it's still not, you know, it's being used up. I mean, he's selling memorabilia, but that's not cutting it. Right. He has to go for a bounty. But yeah. e- even still, like, it doesn't feel like... It didn't have to be a black person. It could have been a Hispanic guy. It could have been an Eskimo. Like, he just feels like a natural character. And I didn't even notice the black part until... Uh, you know, we talked about being King Day and you talking about Skyman who happens to be black too. Right. And I'm like, Oh yeah, he's black. Cool. There you go. Cool. One of us should have read the new Black Panther. New Black Panther came out last week? No. <laughs> Fair. All right. We're gonna take our last uh break and uh we'll be back in just like friggin' quick because we got stuff to talk about. So uh Sit tight. All right. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum only on allgames.com. Uh, we are going to talk to our man, Jay. And uh, Derek, you're still there, right? Yes. All right. You should chime in as well because we're going to be talking. And of course, you too, Moses. We're going to be talking anime. 90s versus today. Oh, this was brought up. Because of an article. Correct, Jay? Yeah. Uh, uh, an article Mo brought to my attention, which is basically it's 10 reasons why 90s anime is superior to today's. Okay. So, what are these 10 reasons why 90s anime are superior to today? Do they co- do they rank? Or are they just random 10 reasons? Um, like, Does it feel like well, it's, it's number. It's a numbered list, right? But you know, it's uh, not descending how you would expect the ranking to be. Gotcha. Okay. So read them in whatever order you feel is best, Jay. Let's hear the first I'll one. I'll go one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, cooler character designs, and uh, she mentions that a lot of the characters are kind of stick figurey these days. 
and that you know cooler character designs like Goku mm-hmm. don't really show up that much and like what what constitutes use like they just reused that same character design throughout that entire series like everybody looked just like Goku <laughs> that's true yeah but but what what constitutes like I understand Goku's character design what constitutes or what's what uh typifies uh, a modern day anime style well she brings up uh code geese where you have the yeah like the thin lanky kind of guys yeah almost like a clamp yeah like your typical clamp hero yeah and you know that's not true like there are a lot of anime with that design but there are a lot of anime that don't have that design for instance excel world where your main protagonist is a short fat kid and it's like so i mean i can understand not liking the skeletal stick figurey thing Mm -hmm. a little nitpicky but i can see that is the main kid in excel world a fat kid yeah how long has it been since you watched I don't remember the kid being fat. Is the kid fat? <laughs> yeah. The one, um, the one that's like with the the student body president or whatever in the first episode. Yeah, he's a little fat kid. That's why everyone is shocked that she's oh, yeah, dating him. Oh yeah, you're right. He is a little fat kid. And <laughs> I'm, I'm remembering him now. You're right. He is a little fat. Yeah, kid. I have a picture of him with the cast. And. uh I'll throw that in the chat. Yeah, throw it in the chat. So I can see what he looks like again. But yeah, I, I, my memory is serving me better now. Which he is looks no like surprise. Me at 10. That's, that's what you look like at 10? Yeah. And uh, that was actually one of the reasons why I started watching it. Like, it is kind of a different character design. You're a thing for little fat kids? <laughs> um, well, you know. I see uh, Dungeon Busters in chat. He says, love 90s anime, but superior? He says, there's still some great series today, too. I do miss the ultra details from series like Pat Labor, Appleseed, and Kenshi Sonoda's work with BGC. Yeah. Yeah. Kenichi Sonoda does good shit. Word. Yeah, I was totally thinking about the friend. Oh, the, yeah, he's skinny. Yeah, the tall. Yeah, but you're right. The kid is totally a little fat dude in a suit. Does Gunsmith <laughs> Cats count as like, 90s or now? Uh, Gunsmith Cats is 90s. Well, well maybe Gunsmith that was great. Maybe they're right. Yeah. Or, okay. So, so can you just, I mean, just out of curiosity, this is a good example of refuting that point but can you think of another one in modern day anime um in modern day anime because i'm just saying like you're right about this kid but everybody else looks exactly like what they're talking about like the kid is the only one and i guess that is the main character so that's who you see the most but right um like it's funny because looking at this picture you put in the chat it's almost like he's photoshopped into that group of people like it's like no, that's what it looks like, right? Doesn't it look like he doesn't belong in there? 
Like, who put that little fat kid in there with those people? See, I'm sure a lot of little fat kids think uh, feel exactly the same way. So they feel like they're photoshopped into life. Yeah, with all the beautiful kids. Um, I there's can... something in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I can do it off the top. Yeah, that's and okay. That's fair. But I'm sure they're out there. Like, if I found one off the top, I'm sure there's like. Another. 10 or 12 that I can't think of off right, the top. Right, right. Okay, cool. I mean, I would even go as far as to like, say maybe like a Watamode is like that main character has a unique character design. Um, While not super fat, like she's not like she's like regular kind of skinny, but her like the way uh, they do her face is like a lot different. And more interesting than a lot of characters you'll see in a, some other anime. Okay. So it's like they're out there. The interesting character designs are out there. Cool. What's the next one? Uh, plots that make sense. <laughs> do do wait. So nineties anime plots make sense. Present day oh. animes do not. Right. They really don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that that's true either. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. Like, I think anime plots are great, but a lot of the time, it can feel like random things are happening. Well, she says everything kind of sticks within its own thing okay. in the 90s, as opposed to today. Uh, she brings up Inazuma 11, which is a soccer anime. Mm-hmm. And eventually they end up playing soccer against, like, demons and angels and stuff. What's so far out about that? It's kind of a devolution, or not devolution, but... <laughs> Deviation? Yeah. Oh. From what the main story is. I'm just saying, like, if you haven't ended up in a soccer match with a demon or an angel, that means you're not really playing soccer. So, Back I mean, me up here, Mo. That was at one point uh, Nike's ad campaign for a soccer <laughs> shoot. See, shadowy dark figures. I think there's a fair <laughs> enough, a fair amount of anime that doesn't do that, mm -hmm. so that it's kind of a moot point. I can understand getting taken by surprise. Right. I know. Even recently, I you know I was watching, or I am still watching, Samurai Flamenco. Mm -hmm. which kind of completely changed into like a standard Sentai show. Okay. Which I'm like, it's a little weird. I won't lie, I kind of was like, maybe I don't need to watch, but the character was interesting enough to me for me to stick it out. And the show actually is still pretty interesting. Okay. Um, But yeah, I can see how that sometimes happened. But I had, there's okay. a lot. Of, okay. Huh? Okay. There's enough anime that I've watched where that doesn't happen. But didn't this also happen in the 90s? Um, FLCL says hi. <laughs> you know. Fooly cooly. <laughs> I'm going to give her a pass on that one. <laughs> because that's random from start to front. <laughs> like, that's kind of the mo, like the MO. 
which she kind of like points out in a couple of her examples um yeah like uh, she mentions Tenchi that that's a little weird but for the most part they do the same thing and it's really just about her not liking deviation Okay. which I get sometimes but you know there's enough anime that doesn't do that you call it deviation I call it plot progression <laughs> right what's number three uh, they have diff- more different types of characters back then so everyone didn't look or, or act the same right um yeah that's there's so many anime today that where the characters are different that I'm not 100% sure I get what her point is I'm just saying like this lady like cause she has been wrong on every she's basically saying stuff that hits the, it's like she watched one from the 90s and one from current and then took all of her uh, her entire article for that it's like you know, because there's for each one she said, there's both now and then that fit what she doesn't like. Right. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like, I, I like anime follows archetypes to a certain degree. Right. And so it's just one of those things where it's like you have particular types of characters that kind of show up from anime to anime and that's kind of what makes it that genre to a certain degree and I don't I don't well I, trust me I'm not I, I know that I'm not the guy that you know I'm not the foremost authority on anime I haven't I haven't watched uh, a group or, or, I mean I watch anime but I don't watch it so much where I'm like I know what all those archetypes are but I feel like I recognize them on a on a fundamental kind of level. Like I can't call out their names, but I'm like that character is like this character for this particular series. And I don't know. I might just be generalizing or something, but maybe you can help me out and tell me if that makes any sense. No, it makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I think about. Krillin. Right. It's like... Strongest human on Earth. (laughs) Right. Which doesn't amount to a hill of beans in that universe, but hey. But I feel like there's a Krillin in almost every anime. To me. It feels like that's an archetype. Well, yeah. At the core of his character, he's the sidekick that wants to measure up but doesn't quite. And... You know, when he's faced with, like, mm-hmm. people that can blow up planets, mm-hmm. he kind of gets a little scared. Yeah. Or, like, you, we talk about, like, a piccolo. There's a piccolo in every anime. Right. Like, the guy that, like, he's kind of like, almost he's the rival, you know? It's like, there's always a rival. Right. But I'm saying, so it's like, if there's always these people... How are these characters like? How can you be like? Oh well, those characters are all different, but these ones are all the same. It's like, well, they're all doing archetypes, and I mean, I'm sure there's probably some bad anime out there where you're like, dude, they didn't, they don't make do enough to 
distinguish between these groups of people. I mean, I've seen those, but I don't feel like that's a 90s versus now thing. That's just bad anime versus good anime. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, I mean, you've got a point. And I definitely think that some anime are b- better at presenting those character types differently. Yeah. Um, and some even do twists. Right. But that's really good anime. Where, you know, the the fact they can present you with an archetype. And then, who knows, like, maybe during the course of the series, you're like, oh, I thought that this was the rival. And that's the underdog sidekick character. And it turns out, no, those roles are actually reversed. Sometimes that happens. Right. But not usually. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. What's the next one? Uh, realistic emotions. And uh, I'm not even going to speak on that. Here she's <laughs> just complaining about melodrama. And she doesn't like Bleach for some reason. <laughs> so, honestly, I don't even feel like respond. Like, I don't think that merits responding to. Nah. Uh, five, shows with a sense of humor. Good lord, what is wrong with her? <laughs> Operative word being her. Oh. Um, I agree. There's so many light-hearted anime out right now that... I feel like there's more now than there were then. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing as, like, straight up... Like, th- there's no Evangelion now, is there? Something on that level? Um... Uh, Puny Poly Mag- Magic Medical Magica is Evangelion, <laughs> but uh, it's like the magical ver- girl version of right. like that deconstructionist uh type type of story, and it's kind of sad at some points. And you know, I knew that chick was gonna die when she got all happy. Don't I mean. I guess this probably doesn't count as 90s anime because I think this is 80s anime. But, dude, Fist of the North Star? It had levity. It did have moments of levity. Well, not real levity. Robotech. Unintentional levity. Yeah, it's like Like a live action movie. (laughs) No, it's like a lot of the scenes with the little kid and the little girl are light. Between the heads exploding? Right. And the friggin' torturous finger wounds? Right. Come on, man. Like that and Alex said, I guess technically that's eighties, right? Yeah. Yeah. But still, it's just like if Fist of the North Star should cancel out just about half of the lighthearted anime of the nineties. Cause it's just like, oh my god, like And even when you do have like serious anime, there are not a lot that don't have any humor to them. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, like Ninja Scroll was one of those, right? Um, has no humor? I don't remember any humor in it. You know, that might be true. Ninja just Sp- some banter between the main guy yeah. and the other guy. Ninja- or, or Berserk. Ninja Scroll's all about Berserk it. has a little bit of levity sometimes yeah. with the girl getting embarrassed about stuff. Um, uh, Valve Rave has moments of levity. Like, even in your super serious anime, you still, a lot of them yeah. give you that. A few don't. I heard Kasern, uh, Kasern, what she brings up. 
Um, not a lot of levity in that. Mm. So the only one she's seen, only new one she's ever seen is like Attack on Titan. <laughs> and even that, that's one has unintended sees. levity. Yeah, with like most Titan, it has some it has some intended levity too. Oh it's, yeah, the girl with the food, that was she was cool. Yeah, yeah, until she died. <laughs> no, she, did she die? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that to come back. You, you better bring it back, damn it. But then you have stuff like Girls and Panzer, which is almost all just straight up comedy. Right. Uh, you have Girls and Panzer, which is actually really good. And uh, some others. Um, What's the next one? Number six is Memorable Characters. Good lord. This one is. And uh, letter. <laughs> I'm like, she says there are a few anime characters that ha- in the 21st century that have some meat to them. Uh, she says characters like the cast of Durarara, Tiger and Bunny, Princess Jellyfish are well rounded and deep, but characters like Kaon are not. Dude, just choose the anime you watch. Like, Every, everybody can't be Minmay from Robotech. Right. That. Why not? No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> that's almost, yeah, not even worth commenting on. Like, some characters are good and memorable, and some just are not. I remember seeing an anime about uh, 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 two women detectives, like an older one and a younger one, but they were they were lovers. But they went through time because they're both immortal, and so they were like had a detective agency in like the twenties, and then like the two thousand twenties, like it just went through time. Ren, daughters of the Nemesine. That's exactly. awesome, like awesome anime. It sounds like a great concept. Yeah, it was, and I it was, was like, this cool, is, like these two characters are awesome. It's cool. It's like a six episode series, and each one is in a different time frame. That sounds fantastic. It's just six episodes. To my recollection, I believe it was just six. Maybe it was eight, but I feel like it was six. I think it was, and they had one where they met a guy, and then they came back like a couple of episodes later. They showed that guy; and he was like old and stuff. And yeah, there's like one guy they meet as a teen, like as a kid. Then he's working for them, and then the next one, like he's old and he has a daughter of his own, oh. and he's telling her to wear real clothes, not holographic ones. <laughs> Word. You know what we should do is get a transcription of this segment and put it in the comment section. Of that of that of <laughs> of, article. Of that article? No, just put a link to, put a link to the archive right yeah. in that comment section. Well look, man, we don't want her to read it in a year. <coughs> no. <laughs> What's um, the next one? Better show Joe. Which is they want you to basically, do a better show? Basically saying well, I agree the with girl centric anime of the nineties is better than the girl centric anime now. What's girl centric anime now? A girl centric anime now? Like Princess Jellyfish, which is the one she does like. Um But there are lots. And they're actually not bad. Like I get that she doesn't like Kaon. But mm-hmm. there's other anime besides Kaon out there. There's yeah. the Chronicles of the Going Home Club. There's uh, 
having trouble with the other names because there's more Japanese in them. Yeah. What what constitutes a girl centric anime? Is like is it about a, a woman being the main character, or is it about a style of anime? Like what what? It's is more it? stylistic. Like you could have a female main character and it still be a guy's anime. Like uh, like paper. Maybe. Oh, okay. I think that's a great area. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I'm not so, sure where that falls. I don't know either. But, like, say... Or, like, maybe... A uh, Black Lagoon has one of the main characters as a female, but that's a male-oriented show. Agent Aka, a uh, female main character, but that's a show for guys. What about... Um, oh, damn, I can't think of the name of the joint right now. Uh, Claymore. Um, that's a guy's anime, but that is still like a, that mainline, like kind of. I think, to me at least, it's, because it's the character designs are more common in shojo. Like the Claymore character designs are closer to shojo than like some other things. Okay. Um. Yeah, just stop watching Kahan if you don't like it. <laughs> uh, Ada Substance Over Style. It, I mean, that feels like one of those things people just say when they don't know what to say. I agree. <laughs> it's like... Moving on. I, it's like, it has, it has substance over style. It's like, that means you don't know, like, you don't have a solid argument. And the next one is even more ridiculous. Uh, number nine is more heart. <laughs> it's like it's like we're subjected to this article because based on the limited selection in her local red box. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it has more heart. Like what? I mean, we get it. We get. It. I mean, nobody is saying that heart isn't an actual thing, but heart's not what you use to say why something is better than something else but you know i will say it is that that is like number nine on the list so i guess if she wants to say oh well that's just an additional thing well then 80s anime destroys 70 90s anime then because yeah there's definitely more heart in 80s anime than <laughs> 90s Ni 90s is a totally like <clears throat> you want to talk about extreme no nothing was more extreme than 90s anime yeah, 90s is when like uh, limbs and heads started exploding and that's why like that's I gotta admit that's why I got into it but <laughs> then I went back and I started watching I was like oh this is like brought a tear to my eye and that stuff was from the 80s yeah and Derek brought up Girls and Panzer which has a lot of heart to it yep and it has tank battles there you go and a person almost died right so and, it's like history uh, lessons in it too yeah so it's like uh and then her last. <laughs> Joe just laughs at her, at her last comment. It's it's dumb. It's like she needed a tenth. <laughs> More heart. <laughs> you could have been like nine reasons why anime is not as good, right? Like, uh, she says number ten nineties anime shows were actual shows. Right. <laughs> what does that even um, mean? Well, let me read directly from her article. She says, in order for my soul to be placated, I need an earnest show. A show that's full of laughs, real stakes, drama, 
you know, the stuff that makes a show a hit. I feel like anime should be a, like a good bowl of chicken soup. It should make you feel warm and fuzzy, just like the feeling you get when you're in bed on a rainy day. Anime shows should be trying to please the viewer, not bashing them over the head with a plot they could care less about. Nobody likes a self-person. The same definitely goes to self-important shows, especially when those shows are really stupid. So now she doesn't want plot. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. She goes on to end her thing with enough with the complications about stupid sword spirits and demons and magical soccer. You mean like Devil City Shinjuku? And she's talking about Bleach again. Because their weapons have souls in them. What's wrong with Devil that? Had, the buildings had souls, so which is goofier? <laughs> I'm just saying, weapons with souls? Like, how many 90s animes have that in it? Or weapons that are, like, at least infested with a spirit. Maybe they don't have souls, but it's like weapons with spirits in them or attached <laughs> to them. It's like some of the best anime of the 90s have that stuff in it, right? The swords were like the main characters, and they're like talking and stuff. So, like, yeah, guess what? I don't even want a sword if there's not a spirit attached <laughs> to it. You know what I'm saying? That's just a big knife. <laughs> even one that didn't have a soul in it had some heart, which was uh, fucking, whatchamacallit? The, was it? Narsil from Lord of the Rings. There you go. That's yeah. Like, that's not even anime. But, no, but know, still, it works. Like, it makes yeah, sense to it, me, damn it. Like, <laughs> makes sense to me. So that's her list. Um, I think she's just watching the wrong anime. She should get a friend that can like <laughs> direct her to the kind of anime she wants to watch. You like, you know what? She needs to go down to her local comic store and ask around, and she will find somebody like Jeffries. There you go. They don't have any anime or manga. Well, they know people who know about it. You might run. They might run into one of the Fantastic Forum there who could. Tell her. It'll, so, be, it'll be Joe. I want to read a little bit from the comments. Okay. People did comment on this. What, what did the comments uh, say? First comment starts off, I'm sorry, but this list is a complete crap. Only someone who hasn't really looked at the plethora of modern anime would say these things. <laughs> um, The next guy says... How do you know it's a guy? That's, that's, rude. that's sexist. Well, I say guy in the general term. Oh, okay. I apologize <laughs> for accusing you of being sexist. Um, they say, I never thought I'd say this on the internet, but the comment section is mostly spot on. This list is a mess. <laughs> um, and, yes, basically everyone's saying... It's ridiculous. Right. Even though they like the older anime, they, yeah, they're not getting what her issue is. Right? No, nobody's knocking '90s anime because '90s anime is fantastic. Right. And there's definitely things that we would love for today's anime to invoke the spirit of because it's tried and true and classic stuff. But you can't say it. It's not as good, or at least I wouldn't say it's not as good. But I don't know. I'm looking at the chat here. I see Yogazilla. It says, I finally got into Attack on Titan, and I swear it feels like Naruto in many regards. It's dope as hell, but I keep getting that feeling. I've been here before. 
Uh, Dungeon Buster says Fist of the North Star does have weird moments of levity in between those finger wounds, especially if you watch the series and not the film. Uh, let's oh yeah, you just watched the film, huh? Yeah. Even though that had moments of levity too, the series actually has even more moments because they can spread it out. Yeah. Um, Dungeon Buster says Vampire Hunter D had a talking hand. That's what I was thinking. Which about. it did. Yeah. Yeah. It would eat demons. Like it used to eat souls or something. It was like pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Aren't all of Miyazaki stuff from the nineties? Like, and that has, uh, like talking flame, and no, he's been doing stuff progress. Like, he's been doing stuff since the early eighties, nineties, but he still was doing stuff till the day he died. What about what about Astro Boy? Where was he finished? Um, that's 60s, well, it starts in the 60s, but it gets redone a few times. Is this, is, is this girl going to have a, a, a panel at Comic-Con I can go to? <laughs> I sincerely hope not. <laughs> like, I don't see why she would. Is this, is this, like, on her, like, personal Tumblr page, or is this, like, on a real, real site? Um, you know, it was on a real site. I kind of closed it, but let me reopen that. Redertainment, real quick, says uh, FLCL was a series that made no sense whatsoever, and it was awesome because of it. <laughs> Not mad at that. Oh, it was on Topless Robot. Wow. They don't have an editor over there? <laughs> Yo, Godzilla says, haha, poor Krillin. I give Krillin props over Vegeta. Vegeta talks big and never quite delivers. <laughs> and he wears a pink shirt. Yeah, but he nailed Boma. Who That's didn't? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> the original anime ho. Yeah. Like or no, I guess that'd be Min May, huh? Oh, look. Oh, <laughs> anime fans everywhere was like, <gasps> did he just say Min May? They had two boyfriends, and one of them happened to be her cousin. I I don't I don't what? She had two boyfriends. Yeah, Rick was her first boyfriend. Right. Which she was related to. And then he went then he went to uh over to Lisa mm-hmm. and she was still in love with him. But then uh, oh, no, Kyle was her cousin. Right? What? Wait, was Kyle her cousin? Who was her cousin? Yeah, Kyle, the guy that, that was that was her manager and he, but he came in as her cousin. Yeah. And he was hitting that for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Until, Left him in the middle of a concert. That harlot. <laughs> <laughs> Having two boyfriends. There it is. Look, she was like six. <laughs> she had a really good. She had a really good character. She had a great character arc. She did. She really did. Even wow. even better if you go like beyond, like you know, Macross, right? Like if you go beyond. The original Macross. Well, all that other stuff was fake. Robotech 2 and 3. Oh, that stuff doesn't count? What, Ma- Robotech Masters? No, no, like Macross 2. And Southern Cross? Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll see that. Yeah. 
All right, it's time for us to get out of here. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to come back to like I. I will definitely review Skyman next week because I want to talk about it, and we'll definitely talk about the race swapping thing. I I won't let the race swapping thing become our Matt Damon. I promise, it won't happen. You had all last week. You mean we're short two men, so you had time to fill. You know we were talking. Well, we had news. an enormous amount of guests. We did have a lot of callers. Yeah, because we were talking about like a bunch of long like people that haven't talked to us in a while. Yeah, that's true. Oh, so they wait till I'm not here. <laughs> they're like, they're like you know Moses is filling up all the time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Derek H, give us some final thoughts, man. Uh, what read? Uh. The world's finest. It is the world's finest DC comic currently being produced. That's fair. Are you gonna read She-Hulk, D? What? What? Wait, what? She-Hulk. They're bringing it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do they keep playing with me like this? <laughs> uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, of course I'll read it. Okay. Yeah, who's writing She-Hulk? Is it Slot? It's not Slot, right? I don't remember. But yeah, you should. You should take a look for She-Hulk. It's is it out right now? No, I don't think it's out. I don't. I don't think it's out yet. It might be. Uh... Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Jay, give me some final thoughts. Um, watch more anime. There's tons of it out for every genre, every level of levity or seriousness. Like, just get out there and try some. Or ask around. Like, comment boards, message boards. They'll get you to the anime you want to watch. There you go. It's uh, Charles Charles Sewell and Javier Polito. That's what, what got my attention. Because Charles Sewell is, is actually uh, writing some great books right now. But February, Derek. Okay, I'll, I'll put it on my pull list. Yeah, he's he's a great writer, so I'm like I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with the character. Moses Magnum. Final thoughts. Charles is not that great. <laughs> Why not? He never answered that question. Which question? About how Superman decides who to save and who to let die. How do you answer the question? Like why pose it in the first place? I don't know. So we can wonder? Nah. We've all well, I've been wondering that for years. Yeah. And nobody asked it until him. And then it's like, okay, finally somebody has the balls to ask it. Answer it. The question was asked a long time ago. And what was the answer? Um. And who asked it? It was, uh, I believe it was Max Mercury, or Impulse was asking Max Mercury, who who a uh, Superman like how Superman decides who to kill and uh I think that was still during the Mark Millar run and Max Mercury gave him an answer but I don't 100% remember what it was um something along the lines of he's not trying to or he's something about their jobs being not to run people's lives, but to help them live the lives they want to live. 
That makes no kind of sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're hearing it secondhand, quoting, like, trying to remember a source from, what was it, 2002? However many years ago that was. Word. Both? Like, it wasn't That's that smart. memorable. That's cool. It wasn't what? It wasn't that memorable. What wasn't the scene? The answer. Oh, the answer. <laughs> I guess not. Hey. But it's still an awesome scene. What's your final thought, Moses Mike? I just said it. The end. All right. Well, look, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys for hanging out. It's been a good show. We've had a good time. We hope you had a good time, too. Uh, we'll be back next week with more Fantastic Forum. Until then, we're out. It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.